What? What are we? What are y'all looking at? What are you? <laughs> what? What's happening? I don't know. She just started looking over there, so there's Why are you... noises. Who cares? Okay. I literally don't care if Michael Myers is out there with a knife. I care if he comes in, but as long as he's outside, I don't give a shit. All right. We're busy. Okay. Go away, Michael. <laughs> WGW, the dub dub. The dub dub. <laughs> uh, this dub is... dub in the morning. <laughs> or whenever you're listening to this. <laughs> dub dub in the evening. Dub dub all day. Bam, 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 bam. Air horn. It's an air horn sound, guys. Come on. I got it. Yeah, I heard you. <laughs> dub dub on your drive time. Straight from the deep 215. Man, I could do this fucking dumb voice all day. I know. Uh, this is Hate Watch, Great Watch. I am, as always, Allison Yakoulis, here with Hunter Bush. Hi! Dub Dub in the morning. And our guest today is Tabitha Rogers. Hello! Tabitha. Man, after that guy I did, you're like, hello! Yeah. So you have, you know, a little bit... Just make me look even crazier. Yeah, you couldn't even do it British or something? Oh, sorry. Hi! Hello. Oh, there you go. Hi. Hi. Welcome to Dub Dub in the morning. Hi. <laughs> dub Dub, man. I gotta stop saying that. That's too fun. <laughs> Hashtag Dub Dub in the morning. Yeah, I think we already hit our t-shirt for this for this episode. Dub Dub in the morning. <laughs> I told you I was working on some entrances. Yeah, that's solid. I'll do a Dub Dub in the morning. Solid. What was the, what was the call number? Oh, uh... 206.1. 206.1. I like it. It's the number of the house I grew up in because I just needed some numbers. It's good. It's good. Is that all that you didn't cut out? No. Uh, some might, of it, maybe. Might leave that in. That's yeah. pretty good. He might just pick uh, whatever dub dub versions he finds most enjoyable. <laughs> I think it's all gold, honestly. <laughs> it's all gold, guys. Stay in it. Solid gold. My decree, it's stay in it. <laughs> Anyway, uh, none of that has to do with why we're here this week. No, we, we <laughs> didn't even do a movie about radio. <laughs> <laughs> not even close. No, not at all. If you were expecting Good Morning Vietnam, not this time. Yep, yeah, not, not radio days. Radio? Not, ra- not, yeah, radio. not radio. <laughs> yeah, no, not even close. Yeah. We did, uh, well, what movie did you bring to us, Tabitha? We watched Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby, as I constantly said, a really good all-American movie that will encompass the rest of your life. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I used that word wrong. (laughs) I think the way you, it's from 2006, by the way. Yes, 2006. uh, But I think the way you used it implies that that when this movie is over, they will be dead. (laughs) Yeah, that's not what I meant. Yeah, that's it almost sounds like a Bond villain threat. Yeah. 
Mr. Bongs, this film will encompass the rest of your life. Enjoy Talladega Nights, the ballad of Ricky Bobby. And Talladega Goodnight. It's just Bond, like, strapped to a table with his eyes open with the clockwork orange machine, watching no watching Will Ferrell race cars. With the shark. With the, yeah. No, it's, it's just uh, Gerard's, like, accent on repeat. It's just him saying Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. On repeat. Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. <laughs> Ricky Bobby. Ricky Bobby. You just have to Mr. sit Ricky facing Bobby. Sasha Baron Cohen for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's a fate worse than death. It's, it's, that's, that seems a bit mean. Okay, I'm sorry. Especially after this movie, which I think is maybe his best. Yeah, I'm 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 generally not a huge sausage, Sasha Baron Cohen. Sausage Baron Cohen. Can, oh my god. Baron. I mean, well, that's that's if they ever do uh, Ricky Bobby XXX. I guess it would be Dicky Bobby. Oh yeah, it'd be, yeah. It'd be Dicky Bobby. Dicky Bobbin. Dicky Booby. Dicky Booby Triple X. <laughs> Tail of Dago Nights. Oh Cal man. Body Junior. Cal Naughty Jr. Jr. Oh my God! Can it we please? Itself. I'm gonna say, can we please yeah. just rewrite? <laughs> Podcast <laughs> over. We're just gonna. We're, we're go just gonna rewrite Talladega yeah. Nights and Talladega XXX Nights. Talladega Nights. Talladega Nights. The the photo on the front is like, it's a it's a race car with just like big old butts sticking out of the window. <laughs> Why they gotta be big? Little booties matter. Yeah, I know, but like you want to, to draw the eye for your for your box cover. And little booties don't draw the eyes either. I mean, if, if the photo it's fine. encompasses, if you're the big butts, don't fo- lie. I well, I learned that <laughs> at an early age good. from my good friend, my good friend the knight, <laughs> Sir Mixalot. Exactly. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> Talladega Nights, the non-porn. The, right. Actual movie that um, we actually watched. It's considerably less adult. <laughs> there is about ninety-eight percent less boobies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's only really one and a half boobies in this movie. Yeah, I mean, like you know, there's a bit of cleavage and stuff, yeah. and you see. I uh, suggest if you would like to see all the boobies in full action, you buy Talladega Nights: The Ballad of Ricky Bobby on DVD. So you can have the full extended version or the full length version instead of probably watching it via Netflix. Netflix. Which kind of really just gives you Mm -hmm. the Netflix family version. It's not the Netflix family version. I think it's um, the theatrical version. Tabitha has said that uh, she believes that there are some scenes that were cut or otherwise edited. Definitely is. My theory is you're getting points on the back end because you're like, buy the DVD. Just buy it. I get a cut. Yeah, do you own stock? Jesus. (laughs) Find a DVD player somewhere. I'm going. I'm going to go back and rewatch the credits and make sure your name's on there somewhere. Pop it in your Xbox. You in- know, intellectual property owned by the Rogers. Yeah, uh, they basically just Jacques. Jacques. <laughs> Trust me, if I was getting funds from this, you would know. Um. So yes, this is uh. If you if you're not aware, this is the Will Ferrell NASCAR movie. Oh yeah, I was gonna say there's a lot of cleavage, and you see Will Ferrell's nips twice. Yeah, he's running around without a shirt a couple times. Yeah, the outline of his dong. Do you? Yeah. Oh. Around. Yeah, tidy whities. Tidy whities. Yeah, they're pretty thin. They are. <laughs> that is true. How dare he well, not go for the thick underwear? <laughs> yeah. I mean, he also could have just been sweating in them. Because I imagine like running around on that ramp is a lot of work. 
Well, I mean, also, they probably you know. Have. I'm sure the, the costume people... You never people, sweated through your underwear before? I never ran around on a NASCAR track. You don't have to. I've sweated through underwear. <laughs> you don't make the cuts. I make the cuts. Yeah. We will cut that. We're going to cut that. If you hear me saying we cut that and we didn't cut that, drink. Also drink if you hear Allison say she researched that. Or she looked into it. <laughs> so, you want to take us through this? All right. Lady well, this movie opens uh, with a quote. Uh, America is all about speed. Hot, nasty, badass speed. Attributed to the late Eleanor Roosevelt. Yeah. David President. Yeah, it opens with exactly the right tone for this movie. Oh, yeah. Which, I mean, like... Yeah, no, it's a strong opener. Yeah. So, immediately we go to uh, the birth scene. Will Ferrell's character, Ricky Bobby. His mom's in the car. Yeah, in the back seat. His dad's driving. What is he driving? A car. Yeah. Well, yeah it's but... a car. I don't, I don't it's a Charger? Know, I don't know cars. You think it's a Charger? You didn't do research on that? No. no. Yeah, I, didn't... I don't. I don't care. <laughs> car it's got a was it 13 on the side i also didn't take note of that yeah you can take over right <laughs> uh sure it's a car i think it has a 13 on the side um, it shows up later yes yeah it's, 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 it's ricky bobby's movie. dad's car yeah um it's a nice car it's a fast car and um his dad's played by gary cole yes who is great who yes. does uh, a lot of voice work and if i'm not mistaken was the dad in the 90s brady bunch movies and playing uh, Reese Bobby. Reese Bobby. All around scumbag. Yeah. It's great. It's it's despicable. And, and it's awesome. Yep. And, uh, you know, in the back is his mom, who I... Jane Lynch. Yeah. Well, yeah, I forget her character's name. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Now, honestly, she doesn't I mean, get to be, uh, to, enough to do We're not going for accuracy. Yeah. It's, That's... you know, Ricky Bobby's dad, Ricky Bobby's mom. Right. We don't even have to name him. All it's right. fine. All right. I think her name's Carla... Or Wrench? Her name might be Wrench. <laughs> We're going to go with Wrench. I'm going to say it's Wrench. I feel like it's Wrench. Wrench Bobby. So, uh-huh. uh, Wrench Bobby is in the... What? Wrench Bobby... We're going with this. Wrench Bobby is in the backseat of mm-hmm. Reese Bobby's car. Uh, so, yeah, she's, she's, you know, giving birth and uh, isn't going to make it to the hospital. Well, they drive past it. Yeah. He, yeah. He, drives uh, he doesn't it. stop at the hospital. Oh. Uh, he hits like I think two sixteen, not two sixteen, one sixteen or something like that, because he's so focused on like driving so fast that he passes it, and then she's all freaking out because you know she thinks Ricky's stuck. He's like, "Hold on to something, darling," and then he just slams on the brakes and he pops out. With yeah, the what is sound that only a hunter can make? Dude, it's so gross. I, I a, can't even. It's it's you a, get a hell of a sound effect for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's 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 gross. It's sloppy. <laughs> so yeah, we cut to little Ricky Bobby. I think it says he's five or six years old, and uh, yeah, yeah. And his mom, Wrench, uh, pulls up at a convenience store and leaves him in the car. She's like, I'll be right back. But she tells him, you gotta stop saying just I want to go fast because that's all he says. Yeah, he's like, I want to go fast. I want to go fast. And she's like, you gotta stop saying that. People, you know, think I got an idiot for a son. So she goes into the convenience store, and uh, while she's uh, checking out little Ricky Bobby steals <laughs> steals the station wagon and um, backs out. He's actually a very competent driver. Honestly, even as a six-year-old in this film, way better than I would do right now, and I am slightly older. Um, <laughs> my motor skills have... He just turned seven. Yeah, my motor skills have fully developed. But yeah, pretty good, funny, like, stunt driving. Um, mm-hmm. and, but I was like, oh, it's just a gag where 
like there's no one a six-year-old could just steal a car because like you can't reach the pedals and then it cuts into the car and he's pushing the pedals with a whipple ball back yep it was a good gag that was like actually one of my favorite like reveal gags of the movie yeah no it's very well thought out and then he's he tears I'm ass going out of there. fast yeah and then tears ass out of there yeah um, yeah, I mean, around here, uh, I finally had time to put in my notes that, like, they got a really good cast together for this. Yeah, yeah, this is yeah. a real good, I mean, this is, um, 2006, so, like, right in the first wave of that, like, the Apatow yeah. guys. Um, because the Jet Apatow is, like, one of the producers on this. Yes. So, it's a lot of recurring characters that had appeared in his films and will appear in future, future ones. John C. Riley, Jane Lynch, like, yeah. a lot of them, yeah, yeah. Recurring actors. But what did I say? Characters? characters yeah. yeah. No, well, they're characters, guys. Come I, on. I know, but it's it's not like it's a series of films. <laughs> they're not? <laughs> I like you had nothing to say. It's just dead air. <laughs> just looking at me. I thought Step Brothers was the... Uh... Oh, uh, yeah. I love it when Ricky Bobby shows up in Step Brothers. <laughs> yeah. He moves in with Cal. Uh-huh. And uh, then they go to the Catalina Wine Mixer. Uh-huh. I think. That's how that works, right? So, um... We go to uh, career day, where Ricky yeah. Bobby's about 10. Ricky Bobby's school. Yeah. Yeah, we start with some kid's dad talking about how he manages a Waffle House, uh, and then then it's uh, Ricky Bobby's turn, but, but Reese hasn't showed up, because he's a scumbag. Yeah, he probably went out for cigarettes some years ago, and yeah, did not come home. He's, yeah, he's definitely a character that is like, I'm going out for cigarettes, and yeah, hasn't seen his son in 10 years. Yeah. So Ricky's a little, little crestfallen about it, and but then, but then, Reese Bobby shows up smoking a cigarette yeah. in a classroom. Well, it was the seventies or whatever. You could do that. Yeah, it's true. Um, <laughs> probably it's probably true. <laughs> I don't know much about the seventies, but it seems like everybody was smoking all the time everywhere. If Mad Men has taught me anything. Uh, but yeah, Reese Bobby shows up, and um, when the teacher reprimands him for smoking in the classroom, he says, "Oh, it doesn't matter." Don't worry about it, darling. I'm a volunteer firefighter. Yeah. <laughs> Which is a good, uh, probably not true, scumbaggy line. Yeah. It's good. Maybe laugh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he has a lot of stuff to say to the kids about uh, not listening to losers like their teacher. Because it's the fastest who get paid and the fastest who get laid. Thank you very much. You're welcome. This movie yeah. has many one-liners. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would also like to note Tabitha took no notes because she's seen this enough that she pretty much has like the whole script unlocked. I was basically in the movie, but <laughs> she didn't see me. Yeah, there's a couple of movies that I probably know as well as you know this movie, but I probably know this movie as equally as I know Harry Potter, the, like the first one for sure, but I have watched it less times. Oh yeah, like I've no. I know I've watched Harry Potter the first movie more than a hundred times. I made it. Go What's through. the first movie? Harry Potter. The Sorcerer's Sorcerer Stone. Stone? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this movie, I know I haven't seen a hundred times, but I <laughs> definitely know every single. One. <laughs> um, I guarantee I know the I know Scream. I'm sure inside now, front to back. I probably know Mallrats and or Clerks and probably Pulp Fiction, probably Reservoir Dogs, probably From Dust Till Dawn. Oh, I definitely know the 1985 animated Transformers film. I could probably run every single line of dialogue from that and, and music cues. Side note, if you could one man reperform any movie you know by heart, which one would it be? Oh, Transformers 1985 animated. <laughs> Absolutely. Hands down. 
No you question. You don't know Evil Dead? Uh, oh, yeah, I definitely uh, probably do, I'm sure. Yeah, I was going to say. I mean, there's a bunch that I probably know pretty well, but, like... Yeah, I don't have anything that I could run front to back, but uh, I know uh, the Court Jester a lot. Yeah, Court Jester's great. Yeah. Also, that's, I feel like, more of an accomplishment than any it's, of mine. Yeah. It's, it's a very wordy film. It's got a lot of dialogue. It's got it's a lot also, of songs. It's tongue-twistery dialogue. It's yeah. clever. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, yeah. The pellet with the poison and the vessel with the pestle. The chalice from the palace was as brew, that is true. Yeah. Yeah. See that. There's none of that in the Transformers film. The Transformers, Transformers dialogue is like, Open! Damn it! Open! There they were in the dark. The Duke with his dagger, the Doge with his dart, and the Duchess with her dirk. Duchess with her dirk? I don't, I'm not Oh gonna, my god. I'm not gonna do this right now. This is dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might cut some of this out, but stay tuned. We will probably do an episode on the court chest. We're not talking okay. about those. Yeah, no. And we're actually okay. not right. talking about Talladega Nights, which is a problem. Right, okay. So let's talk about yeah. Talladega Nights. Yeah. So, Career day. okay. When Career Day ends, yes. Reese Bobby imparts one last piece of advice to his son, wee Ricky Bobby. And that is... If not first, you're last. If you're not first, you're last. And he actually has a bumper sticker. Yeah. <laughs> Which is another good psych gag. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a weird thing I in a lot of comedies, like a lot, a lot, a lot, um, where for some reason we have to see the character as children. Mm-hmm. To really understand their growth and I development. Don't, I really don't get it, because it's like, okay, because there, there are comedies that don't do that. Right. Like, um, to use another Apatow one um what's it called uh the 40 year old virgin doesn't start with like him as a child you just you no. know you we get a flashback to him in college yeah, but we like, don't need to see him not getting laid for years right it's, that's what i mean yeah. like I you understand it's the, it it's in the title <laughs> i would argue that is not true i mean you could understand that he's not he, he was like this his whole life but i would argue you don't need to actually see it well but oh, also no, it's the it. ballad of ricky bobby it's his life saga like it's yeah, you know i i get that but it, i'm not saying just in this movie yeah it's a lot of things i watched um miss congeniality a while ago like in november a few months ago it doesn't have her as a kid it does really it absolutely fucking oh, does it does yeah i'm telling yeah. you yeah and it's just like it i don't does. i don't understand that as like a trope of writing a comedy yeah like we wouldn't get that like ricky bobby loves racing loves to go fast you know like whatever without seeing him as a kid. And the same thing, like, oh, we wouldn't understand that whatever the hell Sandra Bullock's name is in uh, Miss Congeniality. We'll call her Miss Congeniality. Okay. Um, We wouldn't understand that Miss Congeniality is, like, you know, kind of a badass and doesn't really give a shit about, like, you know, girly things. Unless we saw her as a kid being a badass and not giving a shit about girly things. I'm doing air quotes. Flicka, 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 flicka. Air quotes. Air quote noise. Chicka, chicka, chicka. Chicka, chicka. Chicka, chicka. That whole song is about air quotes. <laughs> That's actually, if you watch, uh, if you watch Ferris Bueller's Day Off, you all understand that, uh, you know, like the whole movie is actually in Cameron's head, which is why it ends with air quotes because it's it's the it's the climax. But chicka chicka, is it? <laughs> <laughs> My life quotes came from that movie. From Ferris Bueller or Miss Congeniality? Yeah. Ferris Bueller. It could be either one. Yeah. They're both very inspirational. Yeah, yeah. What was what's the quote? Uh, people shouldn't believe in isms; they should believe in themselves. Yeah. And I was like, oh shit, you're right. I actually learned uh, a lot from Ferris Bueller as well. Yeah. From the film. And you can learn a lot from Talladega Nights. If you're not first, you're last. True fact. Either way, 
If that's you're not the, the whole point of the movie is that that's not true, though. Less. The whole point of the movie is that that's not true. But it's but it is though. <laughs> but it is. It is for like eighty five percent of the movie, and then yeah, yeah, that's what a movie is. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it's, and then it's eighty five percent false accurate yeah, which false it's, information. It's eighty five percent not knowing you're learning a lesson, and then the Ooh. bow the bow on the end is you learned a lesson. You go, oh shit, what? Exactly. The I'm a better was... person now because I learned that if you're not first, you're last is not true, and you can be second, you can be third, fourth, yeah. you can even be fifth. <laughs> Where'd you hear that at? I don't know. I think it was in Ferris Bueller's Day Out. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was in Miss Congeniality. <laughs> I actually heard it in Transformers once, so yeah, actually. Right. And the racing scene. Yeah. It was originally said by Optimus Prime. <sighs> Is that the only Transformer you know? No. Name I know other ones. Can you name five Transformers? Oh my gosh. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> But also, I'm not going to try because if Julia ever hears this podcast, she'd be very, like, disappointed in me because she's really loved Transformers. I don't know who that is, but also, we're it. definitely trying. You're going to name five Transformers, she, too. Like, I'll give you Optimus Prime. I'll give you Optimus Prime. Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Megatron, uh, what was that? Speaker Box. Nope. Um, that's a, that's half of an Outcast album. Block. <laughs> <laughs> Velociraptor. Nope, that's a. I know what that's they a look dinosaur. Like. Kind of a dinosaur. What's that name? What's that one thing's name? Nope. I know what they do. Yeah, yeah, they I transform. They it's like. in the name. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Skylinks. <laughs> Skylinks is that one? I don't know. I think they talk about it in Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> that might be one. I know there's one that transforms into an ambulance. I know there's one that transforms into uh i think it was like a speaker box like a like a boom box yeah yeah and then you probably mean sound wave yeah that one yeah and then there's like another so he's one. the decepticon which is the bad one but they're because they were trying to sell toys uh, yeah. there was also a good guy boom box named blaster of course mm-hmm. otherwise mm-hmm. my and neighbor then... had blaster i was really jealous <laughs> Oh my god, there's bazillion different versions of bazillion yeah. different ways. They I could name a lot of them. I'm sure. I was I was an indoor child. Uh, also at career day We're is... cutting this out. <laughs> we just got way off of it. Also at career day is when we're uh, introduced oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. to John C. Riley's character, who shows up a lot later in the movie. That's true, and his Cal... name is Swoop. Cal Naughty Jr. Cal Naughty Jr. You're my best friend. Yeah. Shake and bake. Yeah. Uh, He's wearing a little, uh, like, a, it looks like a, a white denim, like, American flag shirt. It's great. He <laughs> has, like, very interesting outfit choices throughout this entire movie. Yeah. I mean, mostly a lot of them uh, are just wearing, like, the sponsorship jumpsuits and stuff. But when they're not, it's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Well, At one point, Will Ferrell has a great... Um, southern chic... Southern chic. Yeah. Oh, it's. Definitely I feel like you're gonna offend some, some part of the country with that. <laughs> Spell, I mean, they're based in North Carolina, so yeah. C-H-I-C. <laughs> um, but uh, later on, Will Ferrell has a really cool, sweet, really sweet um, Crystal Gale shirt. Yes. Which I was like, oh, that's cool. And then they actually like mentioned it, and they, <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, cool. That wasn't just in there as cool set dressing. It's. Is an important part of the movie. <laughs> To Ricky Bobby. It's important. Everything's important to Ricky Bobby. He's a simpleton. Not his kids. He's not a thinker. <laughs> He's a doer. He is a He's doer. He's a driver. All right. 
Can we get to, yeah. Can we get out of the... the... First 15 minutes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, right after Kurte, now everybody's grown up, and uh, Ricky Bobby and Cal are working as a pit crew for NASCAR. Yeah. At the Talladega Speedway. Yep. Uh, and we cut, and immediately we are hit in the face with, bam, audio slave. And I was like, oh shit, alright, this'll be fun. There's there's really, there's just some good, like, yeah, like good driving songs. And then there's some real weird throwback things where I was like, shit, is that Buck Cherry? And it was. <laughs> this movie came out in 2006, which means that Buck Cherry song was like almost 10 years old at that point. Mm. Will Ferrell's dad actually wrote and performed his song for this movie. Oh my god, I thought you were going to say Will Ferrell's dad was in Buck Cherry, and I was like, <laughs> you are fucking kidding me, what? <laughs> I do feel like I need to go back and find the song so I can actually figure out which one it is. I will. It's called Goodbye Cowboy. It was written and performed by his father, Lee Farrell. Lee Farrell? Yeah. Oh, okay. Lee Farrell. It's a Ricky Bobby name. Can't Lee say Farrell. it without that. Lee Farrell. Well, he wrote a song called "Goodbye Cowboy." <laughs> yeah, but it's not Wheel Farrell. Wheel, Wheel Farrell. Wheel Farrell. That's what the, the fucking. This shouldn't have been, should been named Ricky Bobby. Should have been named Wheel, Wheel Farrell. W H E E L Farrell. And it should have been just a movie about Will Farrell being the NASCAR driver, which is it basically what is. it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah it basically is because so, it's, it's an all star cast, really. Yeah. yeah, no, it's a good, it's a good cast, Sol- solid cast. Yeah, real solid. so they work at the track. Uh, you got uh, Michael Clark Duncan being there, like, what's the term? R.I.P. The crew R. I. leader. Crew, yeah, what's crew, crew chief. chief? Yeah, Hunter and I do not know NASCAR at all, uh, so we're not. And good. apparently, Tabitha picked it up through all osmosis I, oh, yeah. from just having all this movie I know on all the time. Is from this movie. Yeah. But yeah, I, I want to call him a pit boss, but I'm pretty sure that's a. a Casino thing. Pit boss? Pit boss, yeah. I think it's a casino thing. I think, they're, you know, the pit is where the camping yeah. is. I mean, that would make sense. Is there a pit crew? You would think he's the pit right. boss. But he's the crew, <laughs> the crew chief. Makes sense. They're really about alliteration here. Crew chief. Crew chief. But yeah, so um, apparently pit boss is also a grill. <laughs> that, that makes, makes sense. sense. Jinx. Buy your power read. Buy your power read. Which is not sponsoring this show. Yes, this episode is not sponsored by Powerade, although a lot of this movie would seem to be sponsored by a number of things. Yeah, so, yeah. Tell us about it, Allison. I did a little research. Drink. Drink. Drink whenever Allison says I do a little research, because she does a little research a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, um, so, yeah, there are a ton of, like, uh, product placements in this film. Um, Notably, Powerade, um... <laughs> Domino's, KFC, Taco a lot of Bell. fast food, yeah, Taco Bell, <laughs> Wonder Bread, Wonder Bread, um, Old Spice, Perrier, Old Spice, Perrier, yeah, Ford, anything else? Yeah. Those, are the big, uh, those are the big uh, ones. There's a lot. There's a ton, there's but a those lot. are the big it's ones. It's NASCAR, so there's a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, inherently they, there's a lot of Yeah, there, there are scenes that take place in references to Applebee's. Applebee's, that's the other one I was yeah. thinking, yeah, yeah. Big Newton. Yeah, yeah, like there's a lot of sponsors, and there's a fake one, Laughing Clown Malt Liquor. Yeah, which Me. is kind yeah. of a great logo. <clears throat> Several real ones, one fake one. Which is kind of a great logo, and I was immediately like, maybe it's real, maybe it's a southern thing. I was like, I kind of want one. I'm no stranger to malt liquor, and <laughs> well, so uh, I, think- I also like a good can like design, good logo. Yeah, I, I like a good can, ladies. <laughs> I think um, a few breweries have done uh, a like version of it or something just called that as a reference to yeah, this. Yeah, sure. But yeah. 
But I was like, oh, but it's, I was like, it's if that's real, I might try to pick up a, a cat Catling athlete. clowns. Hmm? Cackling clowns. Cackling clowns, yeah. That sounds real scary. That's yeah. a that's a terrible band you knew in high school. <laughs> Cackling clowns. Yeah. Cackling so, clowns. So, uh, they're... So edgy. Yeah. Uh, there was no money exchanged for any of these uh, companies to be in the movie. Right, they just did it for the, like, the reality of it. Because, yeah, you wouldn't be able to have a NASCAR car. And Anything. part of their, yeah, like, part of the yeah. joke of the world they're building is that, like, and that family is also branded, basically. Yeah. Because, yeah, they, they have family dinners and everything. And basically the whole movie, uh, the racers are all just wearing race. Yeah, sponsorship. Yeah, race sponsor bullshit. movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like it was a it was a choice by yeah. you know Will Ferrell and the writing crew uh, yeah. to yeah, and know, I mean it's really funny. go for having that NASCAR. Thing. And I mean NASCAR is kind of another yeah one. Oh yeah, NASCAR um, is its own brand. Yeah, uh, when this movie came out, uh, NASCAR was actually like I think they had like a poster for Talladega Nights available in their store and like other merchandise. Oh yeah, yeah like tie-in merch. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, I mean, like, nobody was paid to be in the movie or anything like that. Um, they just... Do you own any Talladega Nights merch? I actually don't, which is really surprising. It is surprising. And if anyone would like to send me Talladega merch, please feel free to. Just write Tabitha on the package and put it in the mail. Yeah, they'll find it. It will get there. We can arrange a dead drop, which is a spy term. Yeah. Through our contact information at the end of the episode, so stay tuned. You can also just, uh, what are those things called? The fuck are those things called? Mailmen. <laughs> no, no, no. Carrier pigeons. Almost. Close. Pneumatic tubes. You've lost me now. You went too far. Cool. What are them things called? Spiders. The hand motion you're making is definitely spiders. It is. It's either spiders or rain. Spiders or rain. What the fuck are those things called? They're like mini copters. Minicopters. Drones. Yeah. There you go. You can also drone it. I got it. That is Dub Dub in the morning. Yeah. You, you, you just want a dub dub. <laughs> you just want a dub dub. Nobody knows what that is. Yeah, you couldn't see your hand motion, but it was definitely spider, not drone. No, Dude, this is what they do, you know. No, they no, don't. No, that is <laughs> that's that, if a, that, that's if that's a drone is two, carrying a spider. Yeah, that's just two spiders now. <laughs> <laughs> two spiders. That's a drone that is delivering tarantulas. I don't want that. Don't send me that. Do not send the tarantula drone. No, now that's a James Bond villain. That is a James Bond villain. <laughs> yes, Mr. Bond, I expect you to wait while I slowly deliver you individual tarantulas. One of the spider drones. Spider drone. Spider drone. <laughs> does whatever a spider drone does. I just want it to leave me alone. <laughs> Ooh, true. Super true. Yeah. I hate both those things. Spins a web actually, in the skies. Actually, uh, tarantulas don't bother me. Okay. I don't like spiders as a rule, but tarantulas don't bother me. Here's why. They're big enough where I can punch them. Oh, mm. so you guys going to say, are they fuzzy like dogs? They are fuzzy. They're actually, like, kind of cute for a nightmare. Um, they're very, very Tarantulas, cute. the cutest nightmare. Yes. Well, this, this episode might have more than one shirt. Dub-dub <laughs> um, in the morning. Dub-dub in the morning. Tarantulas, the cutest nightmare. I like we also played, like, a, a shitty radio game, which is guess the hand motion over the radio. <laughs> it's like a terrible morning show game that, they, that somebody would do. And I won. I just want a dub dub. Okay. <laughs> you just want a dubby. You just want a dubby. Please tell me you got a dubby. Yeah. It's, uh, it's so. like the, the Dundies. 
<laughs> so yeah, we're we're, in, we're leaving some of this in, but we're cutting some of it out. Uh, my Clark Duncan uh, pit team leader chief. chief. It's like a uh, Battlestar Galactica. Okay, he's the pit. He's a crew chief. Okay, yeah, crew chief. Uh, Cal and uh, Ricky are uh, pit crew, and the uh, racer that they're working with. Uh, is in dead last and he is very disenchanted with He's just asked out of this whole yeah. race and he's over it and does not care. So yeah, he pulls in for like maintenance. Yeah. Like usual. They were, they take off the tires yeah. and they gas him up and stuff and he, he just gets out. Gets out <laughs> he of leaves his car. and he goes to take a piss and then he gets chicken and has us to make a phone call. Yeah, like he's just he's done. And Michael Clark Duncan's just like, I need a racer. Who wants to go fast? And of course, one thing we know about Ricky Bobby, he wants to go fast. Yeah, I want to go fast. I want to go fast. Yeah. Uh, so he raises his hand and says, I want to go fast. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and now suddenly he's gone from being a part of the crew to being a driver, which is kind of what he always wanted. And yeah, and his best friend Cal is very happy for him. Mm-hmm. Extremely happy. Um, he, so he, there's, there's a, in 2006, this was the end of when you could make this kind of joke. Um, but he says, you know, like, hey, hey, Ricky, remember when we got thrown out of biology class for playing with Matchbox cars? And Ricky's like, yeah. He's like, who's retarded now? Which, honestly, like, it, it, it yeah, a few of these jokes kind of toe a line. It, a I mean, that those are the things that didn't age well. Yeah, it still got a laugh out of me because I just wasn't expecting it. But like, yeah, you yeah, would, you wouldn't, and rightfully so, you wouldn't have that joke anymore. Yeah. It's fine. It's, I don't think it's, you know, I don't think it's, it's terribly offensive that it's, because well, it's... Yeah, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't done, you know, maliciously, but yeah. it's kind of in poor taste. Yeah, it's just in poor taste, but yeah. But yeah. that actually, it got a laugh out of me. Um, I think it's also the way he says it. Yeah, I mean... He, it's like, a- forces his face <clears throat> through, like, the little uh, safety yeah, net. Yeah, they have, like, the mesh in front of the window. Um, I feel like we're wasting a lot of time. <laughs> yeah, they spent, there's, like, it's about like, ten minutes before he gets going because it's it's just Cal saying, like, good job, I'm happy for you. And at one point he says, I love you. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, Which I feel, uh, that's a John C. Riley thing, I think. He plays that character a lot. Oh, just uh, way, like, way too hype? Yeah, like yeah. a dude that is just like, yeah, I love you! And it's just like, what? This is not the time for that. Like, <laughs> I feel like that's a pretty common John C. Riley move. Yeah. Uh, what's kind of great is that, uh, a lot of people do that kind of stuff and it's super annoying and he's not. Yeah, no, he, uh, John C. Riley, I have no idea when I first really knew, like, took notice of him as an actor. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, oh, you know, it was, uh, Boogie Nights? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably when I was like, ooh, this guy. Um. This guy, yeah. But he's like, he's always very good and always, yeah, always like, almost always very earnest. Yeah. But yeah, it never comes across. Even though the character is annoying, he never comes across as annoying. Yeah, just exhausting. Yeah, he it's like pushes it just enough that you can continue to watch him for the rest of the movie. Yeah, because he stays at that level of like personality throughout the entirety of the movie, and I feel like throughout the character developments of a lot of people, he's the only person that doesn't have a lot of growth. No, not in like a negative way, but like even though it's mostly focused on Ricky Bobby, Cal's there too, but it's not until the end where they spend like a good like you know I guess like fifteen minutes of Cal actually being the main person. 
focused on. Oh, yeah, make, like, yeah. making him yeah, the yeah. focal point of some scenes. I don't think he necessarily needs an arc, because no. he's, he's like a... He know, gets a little one. Yeah, well, he gets he gets his, like, uh, you know, what he deserves kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. he, he finally gets, like, his, you know, his day. But, uh... He gets his, uh, his dubby. I mean, yeah, actually, it's it's sort of like, uh, you know, him... So, throughout the movie, he's kind of playing uh, second fiddle to uh, Ricky Bobby, you know, all the time. And he's tired of it, but he's not assertive for a, a long time about it because of their friendship. Yeah. And so, yeah, he kind of learns to stand on his own, but it doesn't necessarily feel like an arc because it's something that he's been wanting the whole movie yeah, I guess. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, like, there's so. mild growth where, because, you know, that can be difficult to really be your own person when you're used to being somebody's, like, support or cohort or... He's a good support. He's a good, he's a really yeah. nice bro. All right. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, so Ricky Bobby, first time racing, uh, gets from last to third place. Yeah. Because he goes fast. Yeah. Goes and really turns fast. out that's kind of all you need in NASCAR to do okay. Yeah. Go yeah. fast. Don't crash. Yeah. He does a really hilarious interview where he doesn't really know what to do with his hands. Yeah. He, so he just keeps <sighs> raising them up to his face. <laughs> Hold, yeah, holding them awkwardly. Like like uh, like he's in water. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't really know what to do. And then the owner of uh, the I guess that team, team yeah. yeah, is Dennett Sr. is what I'm going to call him because he yeah. doesn't really have a first name. No, and he... Just very soon dies off screen. Yeah, it's not really said that he dies, or he retires. Either way, yeah, but it's he implied that he's no longer around. Yeah, he leaves he the company. Show up yeah, his his son becomes the like racing team's. Yeah, Dennis uh, Junior. Yeah, who is a real stick up his ass about just about everything. Yeah, he doesn't really like Ricky Bobby because he's a real country ass kind of person. No, I think he doesn't like Ricky Bobby because his dad does. I think yeah. that's I think that's really what it is. Like he doesn't like Ricky Bobby because his dad really likes Ricky Bobby because Ricky Bobby, you know, does good for the team. He just and... does what he wants to do. He just enjoys doing. So I think I think it really was that you know his dad literally said he's like a son to me, but better. Right. <laughs> and then that hurts his feelings. And then he also doesn't like Ricky Bobby because he's not as professional as all the other drivers. He doesn't see him on the same level as all the other drivers. He's more of a do it by the book and win kind of person, and Ricky Bobby just, he's not a thinker, he's a doer, he's a driver. Mm-hmm. And that upsets him, because he doesn't care about, like, point systems or anything like that, he just does. He's got two first names, Ricky Bobby. person like that lives on the edge. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, uh, Ricky Bobby makes a splash and soon becomes one of the most uh, popular and profitable drivers in NASCAR. Yeah. And uh, he gets Cal a uh, racing spot on uh, Dennett's team. But, you know, Cal kind of ends up, again, being like he's like number two. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's his assist out there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, They they... have a a slingshot maneuver where... um, Ricky will draft behind Cal's car, which uh, cuts down the wind resistance and allows you to, you know, um, get a boost of speed when the lead car gets out of your way and you can speed past. Uh, enter the only thing Hunter really knows about cars and physics. Yeah, cars. 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 cars, 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 cars. It's a very hard word to say. Um, and yeah, it's very, I know very little. Uh, I learned almost all of it from my dad, who is a good driver. And my uncle, who is also a driver, 
and um, <laughs> who also can operate a car legally true. somehow. Yeah, my, my one. My, he was good, but he's a driver. He's a pretty good driver. Uh, he drives giant boat cars, though. So my other, I have it's a couple. Numbers. I have a couple uncles. No, like the big old yeah. Buicks and stuff that are just like enormous, big old, yeah, you know, big old like seventies cars. That's a lot. It's his style. No, not like SUVs. <laughs> I don't know cars. Just cars. Curves. Big, big curves. Um, but like, yeah. Bulky like things. Um, and he's kind of a car guy. But yeah, that's I. I that's the only, basically the only thing I know that maybe everybody doesn't know is drafting. People do it uh, on like the interstate and the highway and stuff behind eighteen wheelers, tractor trailers, and stuff because those are huge and cut down on wind resistance a lot, and you, it'll kind of pull your car along. So it, I guess it's better for your gas mileage or something. But truckers hate it because it adds to their drag um so yeah if you're not careful they'll like tap the brakes and scare you terrify yeah. you that's the thing i know so yeah so they have the the shake and bake which is yeah they bring know, back shake also not and bake. Uh, sponsored yeah no shake and bite no money exchange fans yeah although there were uh, some bumps in sales apparently wonder bread was not doing good financially and then this movie came out and they oh saw, really yeah you mean me wet too. That, that sloppy wheat garb. Uh, it's Rude just Rude Wonder Bread is the bread of Ooh, the American no, family. It's, it's so bad. I didn't say it was great. Yeah. It's just the American family. It's not. Little little Wonder Debbie? No, that's a little that's different. Yeah, Little Debbie yeah, is little, not. Little Debbie Wonder is Wonder Debbie. Oh, my God. I want Wonder Bread and Little Debbie to combine into one. one Collaboration. One superhero. One company. Wonder Debbie. Wonder Debbie. Wonder Debbie. She'll put some butter on that toast. I wonder why the fuck you're eating this. That's, yeah. not, that's not a great slogan, is it? It's a scare. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What scene are we on? <laughs> We're on uh, a scene where... Where uh, uh, it's kind of that uh, montage of oh, yeah. success. It's, yes, it is, it is yeah. Ricky Bobby's montage of success where he is Number winning. One. Yeah, he's super winning. He is he's his wife, the winningest. Well, yeah, he gets yeah. Uh, he gets a hot wife. Oh yeah, there was tits. Yes, this you is... don't see the tits. No, no, though. they're off screen. In their version, you can. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah, huh. that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, it's yeah. the Netflix family. Version. I think you have the uncensored version. I have the real version somewhere. Director's mm-hmm. cut. Yeah, this yeah. is like it's like. It's like we're fucking talking about Blade Runner, but, like, it's Ricky Bobby, where it's like, what cut did you see? Yeah. I saw the legit version, you know, the real, real one. Um, did you see the one where they explain what that folded uh, yeah, folded uh, paper unicorn at the end of the Ballad of Ricky Bobby is? Um, but so, yeah, uh, Will Ferrell uh, hooks up with uh, Leslie Bibb. Yeah, Leslie Bibb, who, she was working kind of consistently for a while, and then not. Yeah. Uh, or I, at least not in stuff I've been seeing but she was yeah. in the babysitter that netflix original thing oh, she's the yeah. mom in that i think huh i think she's in that i think that's where i saw her last but yeah when she showed up in this i was like oh hey <laughs> yeah she he meets her at one of his races yeah she, she's standing on she's sitting on somebody's shoulders and flashes him yeah driver drive these and he's like please be 18 yeah yep. it looks like they get married in like a <laughs> like a what do you call them things in Vegas? Oh, like a yeah, a twenty four hour chapel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they all got like red eye. And... Yeah, that that was a good. <laughs> I forgot about that. That's a good gag. Um, they show a couple of the photos from their wedding, and yeah, they all have like tremendously terrifying red eye. It's it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's a good dumb gag. It is. And um, the next time you see her is at their family dinner. 
I was going to say before we do oh, that, yeah. uh, it shows him, you know, signing a bunch of this stuff. This is the other half boobs you and, get because there's, there's generous oh, yeah, cleavage yeah. and he's signing uh, autographs on them. So yeah. that's when I said there was about one and a half uses of boobs in this. Yeah. There was the, no, I know. It's all copious, right there. Copious cleavage. Yeah. Copious cleavage. Uh, and then and he, also Leslie Bibb is in some outfits. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like, again, focal point. Yeah. Not set dressing. Right. Um, um, but this is, he is signing autographs and his assistant... Yeah. Played by the lovely Amy Adams. What is her name? Is Susan? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she walks in and he signs her forehead and she's like, I'm your assistant. Please don't sign my forehead. And he's like, oh, you, you know, you shouldn't come at me when I'm in autograph mode, which is yeah. kind of funny. And also is like, this has happened before, hasn't it? Yeah. And she just kind of uh, fucks off uh, until like the third act. Yeah. She's yeah. she's in the background of a couple yeah. of scenes. For an assistant, she's not really there. Yeah. <laughs> she's really not. Although, I mean, to be fair, you know, we're interspersing, like, some racing with a lot of, like, you know, day-to-day life of Ricky Bobby, so... Uh, you also get a really neat uh, Dale Earnhardt uh, cameo, this which is, I loved. This is one of my favorite, um, like, a celebrity playing themselves cameos in a comedy in, like, ever. Mm-hmm. Um, part of it is because Dale Earnhardt is great. Like, yeah. at, he's great at this. Like, he does a good job. His performance is funny. He's, you know, like self-deprecating. And also it's real short. It's just in and out, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like three lines or something. It's really good. He, he gets Ricky Bobby's autograph. And um, when Ricky's like, yeah, sure, no problem, Dale. Who's it for? He's like, it's for me. I'm a, I'm a big fan of yours. Don't tell the other drivers. It's yeah, a good, yeah. yeah, it's a good, a good yeah, line. Yeah, it's endearing. <laughs> the only, I would say the only one I can think of <clears throat> that I like better is uh, Alice Cooper in Wayne's World. Yeah, man. Because that is so, so weird. Yeah. And he also says, my deli- it's my favorite line because of Alice Cooper's delivery. He says, uh, uh, his guitar player, I guess, Pete, says, um, isn't uh, isn't Milwaukee uh, an Indian name? He's like, why, yes, Pete, it is. <laughs> it's like, I don't know why. That fucking tickles me every time. I also like he does a kiss the ring thing when they're doing We're Not Worthy. Yeah, he does a little kiss the ring. So uh, after this, we get to family dinner. Yes. At uh, the Bobby household. Casa de Bobby. Casa de Bobby, which has, uh, you know, Ricky, his wife, his two kids, his wife's dad, Chip. And Cal. And Cal, because Cal is part of this family. Yeah. And who yeah. do you want sitting next to you but your best friend? And not you. Cal, not you. That's right. Yeah, so there's a ton of product placement here, dinners, all kinds of fast food. But she's been you slaving know. over this for hours. Let, yeah, Leslie Bibb says... <laughs> That she's been slaving over it for hours. And well, I mean, she probably had to go out and drive around to get all the Taco Bell and KFC and Domino's and stuff. Sure, slaving. that's what's important. No, Domino's, they'll bring it to you. But yeah, traditionally. She's, she's been slaving over it as much as a Southern housewife of a multi-million dollar race car driver is going to slave. Which uh, especially is, this one. Yeah. What's her name again? Carly? Carly. Yeah. Especially yeah. Carly, who at one point in this movie specifically says... I don't work. <laughs> yeah, I don't work. So yeah, the table has Domino's, Checkers, KFC, KFC, Taco, Taco Bell, Bell, Coke and Powerade, and uh, Ricky Bobby's wearing a big old Powerade jumpsuit. I believe still is Cal, right? He's just wearing a blue version. Oh, maybe. I know Cal's favorite. wearing, I think, like a blue version. Oh, and of I think the kids are in it too. Oh, yeah. yeah, the kids are both yeah. wearing. Head to toe Powerade. The yeah. kids, the kids are named Walker and Texas Ranger. Best yeah. thing ever. Which uh, lends itself to a really great joke 
later where uh it's this scene but yeah well, yeah like end of the scene where carly's like you know if, if i wanted them to be pussies is that or what something is? i would have yeah. named them dr quinn yeah yeah which is some great uh which came from tv uh, of that age them talking about how their kids talk shit for as young as they are and they're like 10 and they're like bad mouth and shit yeah, hilariously, these They're, kids are excellent. Yeah, the kids are the the child actors are really funny, but also the kids are fucking like little hellions. They're yeah. just the fucking Throwing, most obnoxious. Because yeah, they have two parents that don't actually do any parenting. Yeah, They're that's true. They're talking chips and war medals over the bridge. <laughs> yeah, my favorite line is like when not that they're uh, going to do it, that they've already done it. Yeah, that's how they spent their day. Yeah, throwing chips and war medals over the bridge. And I think Texas Ranger was talking about how he was in school and a teacher asked him what the capital of North Carolina was. And he said, Washington, D.C. She said, no, you're wrong. He said, I peed in my pants and I sat in my dirty pee pants all day. I'm still sitting in my dirty pee pants. <laughs> the, uh, those kids deliver every line of dialogue so well. Yeah. No. They're so earnest. It's really great. And they're improv, too. Uh, yeah, this I would imagine there's a lot of improv yeah. I mean, they're definitely, you You definitely know there is because they have. Uh, oh, yeah. They have other, outtakes. They, yeah, they have outtakes at the, at the end. I just think that's a really, <clears throat> on their especially part, it's really clever. Yeah. When someone's like, I'm going to jump on you like a spider monkey. Yeah, that's <laughs> the thing is like with the, you know, Apatow and the, the cast, um, I would imagine that they filmed whatever was written and then were like, all right, we'll just, you know, yes. improv. And since like young children, not historically great uh, improvisers, um, they sure they were feeding lines like say, say you'll jump on like a spider monkey that sounds like a fucking jo- something john c Riley would say <laughs> we don't know for sure this no. is uh speculation this is just all speculation but yeah i believe that they have this is educated city. guesswork Man, yeah. so also in the scene uh you have uh will ferrell uh ricky bobby saying grace best grace in the world it's a really funny so 2006 um you know, Family Guy was a thing, and Family Guy, the one thing I will, it's both a positive and a negative for Family Guy, is they brought back the concept of doing a joke for so fucking long that it stops being funny and then swings right around to being funny again, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, it's, you know, they didn't invent it or anything, but, like, they popularized it, Yeah. and this is kind of that joke. Yeah. For this movie, Will Ferrell also yeah, likes this style of joke. It's like, a it's, really long scene for not really much of a, a point. Like it doesn't drive the plot any. It's just no, there to be ridiculous. It's a yeah. yeah, it's a comedy. It, it does bring up a good question. Though. I have never considered this idea until I saw this movie, which was Ricky Bobby likes to pray to baby Jesus instead of full grown Jesus that everyone else apparently prays. Or to. any other Jesus, or as, he, as he says, there's a lot of Jesus: black yeah. Jesus, Korean Jesus, whatever. You Whoever you want to, baby Jesus, teenage genius, Jesus, teenage genius. Yeah, because basically, uh, Carly and Chip are giving him crap about it because they're like, he was a man, he had a beard. But he also states every single time when he starts praying that he's praying. To sweet, baby sweet little infant, baby Jesus, sitting in your manger, yeah. all innocent and omnipotent, with your golden fleece, eight pounds, eight pounds six nine, ounces, six oh, pounds, yeah, whatever. Six he weighs baby Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> And then that turned into a whole conversation yeah. about what kind of Jesus Cal likes to pray to. And he likes to imagine his Jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah, because it's, it's formal, but it says, I'm here to party. He's like, I don't like to party, so I have my <laughs> Jesus party too. Yeah. There's also a bunch of outtakes of various ways Cal imagines Jesus oh, in yeah. the end. Uh, um, 
So uh, shortly after the scene, uh, you see that uh, Ricky Bobby always leaves a pair of tickets for his dad, who yeah. he hasn't seen since he's like ten. Since he was yeah, since since career day. Um, and but his dad he, has yet to show up. Yeah, he you know still hopes because Reese Bobby is a scumbag. Yeah, he is. When you're a deadbeat, you're a deadbeat. Um, um, this next race, they do the they do the slingshot maneuver. Yep. Um, and you know the shake and bake. The shake and, is it called the shake and bake, yeah. or is that just like that's I'm their? Pretty sure that's what they say to each other to then yeah, do yeah. it. So, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you talking about the maneuver? Yeah. Yeah, it's called, no, the, it's slingshot. called the slingshot. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. But they say shake and bake like it's go time. Yeah. Oh. They say shake and bake for yeah. everything. I thought it was that they called it shake and bake, and then the announcers are saying it's that slingshot move that they do. Oh no. Oh. Never mind. Shake. Uh, stay bake. tuned at the end of the podcast for an email address where you can write in uh, and weigh in on whether you think the move is a slingshot maneuver or if it is actually called shake and bake. Um. Yeah. So they they do the maneuver. Just trying to keep shit moving, guys. Right. Just trying to not get bogged down in this. Uh, they did the maneuver. Uh, Will Ferrell's car ends up turned around. Yeah, he clips a fender or something yeah. and spins around and ends up facing the wrong way. Yeah, uh, the other driver starts to mock him, so Ricky Bobby throws it in reverse. Yep, and <laughs> hauls ass across the finish line backwards because mocking he is it. That mocking good. him back though. Like, oh yeah, this is the yeah. He's like, I got something for you. I got something for you. It's, oh, yeah. He's like, I got it right here. And he, like, flips him off. He's like, it's real nice. I got it at Target. It was on sale. <laughs> it's a good good line. Yeah. Still backwards, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wins the race backwards. Yeah. Because you're not going to turn around now. You just won. <laughs> Ricky Bobby knows how to throw it back. Yeah, man. Um, I think they do a good job. They attempt in this movie to make the races, like, distinct. Yeah. By having, like, oh, this race he comes in third, and then, like, this race he wins, but backward, like, you know, something. Yeah. But man racing is all, it all looks the same, dude. It really does. And I mean, yeah. Like, 12 hours. I mean, it doesn't help that, like, I believe a lot of NASCAR tracks kind of look similar to each other. Well, yeah, they inherently have to. The Talladega one. The specific Talladega track is, I believe, the largest one, and it's two miles. Like, huh. one lap is two miles. Yeah. Hmm. That makes... I mean, sure. But still, like, for film... If you... Yeah, if you... For uh film purposes, they all... If you... Same. Yeah, if you put them side by side, I could be like, oh, okay, I can tell these two apart. But, like, on film, it's just like, yeah, yeah it's a big old highway. Yeah. Just goes around and round. Um, right, yeah. right around here, uh, we see Molly Shannon, who's playing, oh. uh, Dennis' wife. Yeah, Dennis Jr.'s wife. Lush of a wife. Yeah. She's great. She's, um, I, Molly yeah. Shannon's great in everything, and there's not enough of her in this movie, but. She's always celebrating, aka yeah. always drunk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which adds to Dennis' constant mislike for his own Yeah, he's just, <laughs> he's just miserable. He's a miserable yeah. smile. He's jealous of Ricky Bobby. Uh, you know, his his wife is a lush, and I guess, you know, that embarrasses him. He could just be getting drunk. Yeah. He could just be as drunk as his wife running this Tenaris. successful yeah. racing team that will I run itself. Yeah, what do you do? <laughs> yeah. Like, honestly, like, what are you... What are you doing you, that requires you to be this sober? Why are, yeah, why are you micromanaging this fucking... You're the winningest uh, race team. Yeah. Winningest race team ever. Yeah, like, Ricky Bobby's your lead driver. Like, Except he's winning he, every goddamn race. He's number one. He likes to go fast. Like, just fucking tie one on, son. I think it's because it costs him money. Yeah, but he's recouping way more because of the product placement. People are all just seeing that Wonder Bread car go around. They're fucking buying Wonder Bread, and he's getting, like, a nickel on every sale or however that shit works. I don't know. Well, he mentions that to Ricky Bobby. You know, the little, the little incident that you did is going to cost the company a lot of money. And yeah. 
Yeah, Ricky well, Bobby tells him. With yeah, what was it? When was that? That was after uh, he won the backwards race because he flips off the other driver. Oh yeah. right, yeah, yeah. And it says it's gonna cost him hundred points, and he's like, "To uh, with all due respect, that's not worth a velvet painting of a dolphin and a whale getting it on." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. Man. By the way, if you can find a velvet painting of a dolphin and a whale getting it on. Please uh, add it to Tyler's wish list. Yeah, yeah. Please spider put it, <laughs> spider copter it. Please put it again in the mail, addressed just to Tabitha. Yeah. With no actual address, and it'll, it'll get. Just spider drone it to me. I'll get it. She's again, the only one I know. Again, stay tuned uh, to the end of the podcast, and we will we'll arrange a dead drop. Yeah. <laughs> Meet me by the trash can. Meet me You're in right. the park at um, night, Mister Bong. So I have... and I will send my drones with the spiders. <laughs> Slowly, you will be uncomfortable and then maybe dead. I like how you say slowly in that voice. Slowly. <laughs> yes. I don't know what this accent is, but I like it. It's me, Professor Spider-Drone. You don't have to know. I mean, you know. I will find it. <laughs> yeah, but if, um, um, oh, God. Boris Karloff. No. Mads Mikkelsen. The room. Oh, Tommy Wiseau? Yeah, if Tommy Wiseau can say he's from Kansas yeah. or whatever. Oh, yeah, I'm from Kansas. Yeah, you this is how we talk in yeah. Kansas. You don't have to actually pinpoint your accent. No, it's fine. <laughs> I will find the character. Uh-huh. It's kind of German. It's a little German. It's getting more German as I talk about how German it is. <laughs> yeah, uh, so... Yeah, uh, yes. right after the race, uh, they're out celebrating at the bar called the Pit Stop, and uh, Cal and uh, Ricky Bobby and oh, their yeah. the whole crew team. and stuff. Yeah, yeah are all the drinking. The racers, the pit crew. And inexplicably, some real noodly crazy jazz music comes on over the jukebox, and uh, everybody freaks noodly. out. Yeah, everybody hates that. It's like when Quinn drags his fingernails down the chalkboard and jaws. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean. Uh, so we were kind of talking about this a little bit where uh, I think it's kind of Will Ferrell's shorthand for affluence and, you know, being classy is just real noodly jazz because yeah. he does that in uh, an Anchorman. Anchorman to try and impress <laughs> Christina Applegate. Yeah. But also... Because, yeah, Hunter made the uh, observation that, like, it's the exact kind of music that Will Ferrell loves in Anchorman and he can't stand it here. Yeah. But yeah, different characters. But also in Anchorman, it's implied that he does that kind of regularly. Yeah. So I like the idea that he's just he's like, it's Friday, I'm going to go play jazz flute. But yeah. Um, so yeah, enter uh, Sasha Baron Cohen as uh, Jean Girard. With... Jean Girard. So I mean, that was something. So when we were talking about doing this movie, I'm like, oh, it's like the one movie that I kind of like Sasha Bar- Baron Cohen in. And no. Nah, Sausage Baron Cohen. Yeah. Yeah. He's. It's not as good as I remember thinking he was, but I don't absolutely hate him in this, so that's saying something. It's the least worst. Um, Also, in all the... I mean, there's not too many outtakes uh, at the end, the bonus feature stuff, with him in it. Yeah. But he neither breaks nor breaks out of character. Yeah, no, I mean, like, he does commit very much to a lot of his, uh, his, you know, character work and everything, and they are distinct, but I just... I don't know. It's not your, not your cup of yeah, tea. Yeah, he's not my bad. Yeah, I'm not a, I, I, I'm not a Borat guy. Yeah. It doesn't... It, I saw the trailers, and I was like, oh, it's kind of funny, but I'm not going to see it. And then, like, I'm not going to go to the movies to see it. And then, like, later on, it was on HBO or something, and I watched it, and I was like, yeah, that's about right. 
Still never seen it. Honestly, just from cultural osmosis, you probably know most of the jokes anyway. Yeah. yeah. Um, but so, yeah, he's playing a French Formula Un racer. And dude, his, I mean, they, they, they address it in this. His <laughs> accent is, uh, they say it's like a dog licking peanut butter up his mouth, but it is really, it's, oh, yeah, it's, it's the most marbly mouth <laughs> French. It's like he's talking through like a puckered anus. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's obnoxious. Yeah. It's very obnoxious. Uh, but he challenges Ricky Bobby, and he tells him he's there to beat him because he's the number one in his district or whatever. Yeah. Uh, also notable is that he's being added to the Dennett Racing team. Yeah. So yeah he's, he's joining NASCAR. Yeah. He's joining the Dennett Racing team. And, and he, uh, so they're technically co-workers, but they are not going to like each other very much. Yeah. And he ends up breaking Ricky Bobby's arm because Ricky Bobby refuses to say, I love crepes. Or the more compromised version, I love really thin pancakes. pancakes. <laughs> so yeah, he's they... like, you know, these colors don't run. So he tells him to break it, Pepe Le Pew. Then it comes in and shoots a gun and it's like, step away from my driver. And then that's when you find out that John Gerard is not only his partner now, but is also gay. And then... Married to Andy Richter, plays Gregory. Yeah, yes. I forgot Andy Richter was in this. He doesn't really do a lot. Yeah. But he trains... In the following scene, you learn more about, like, John Gerard. Their life. Oh, yeah, they do this great gag where it's kind of like a little bio yeah, reel like a, or something. Like an Entertainment Tonight piece or something. Yeah, because, yeah. like, they're doing, like, NASCAR commentary or whatever, and, you know, and so they run this little reel talking about uh, Jean and Gregory's life together. It's an introduction to his life, so you find out that he has two horses, which are also gay, yeah. and then his his husband Gregory trains German shepherds, and he's like the number one trainer in German shepherds, and then he can teach them to do weird stuff. And I think they mentioned that the dogs were also gay. And yeah, I missed that line. But... Yeah, I was laughing at their horses. <laughs> I was laughing, at... <laughs> and their horses who are also gay. It cuts back to them at the track. Yeah, one of the one. I don't know who the other guy is, but one of the hosts is Rob Riggle, and it just cuts back to them with like this real like, "What did we just watch?" kind of look on their faces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I think this is also when you get the Fig Newtons sticker. Not yet. No, that's no. later. That, oh, that's okay. later. Because you have because uh, Ricky Bobby cuts off his own. Oh well, yeah, he's cast. got a cast on because Jean Gerard broke his arm in the bar. Um, and I guess he's not supposed to be driving nope. like that, but, you know, he's, yeah, just kind of like, fuck it. Yeah. He's pissed. Yeah. Cuts off his own gas and then tries to race and loses because he, what does he do? Oh, he keeps pushing to go into the, like, the side and his car gets fucked up and yeah. he flips, which... Yeah. Yeah, that's the figment sticker, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's he's, later on. No, that's this race. Oh, is it? Yeah, because yeah. they, they, they mention... He's got a big. He he sold uh, the windshield on his car to Fig Newtons. So oh, there's a giant yeah. Fig Newtons uh, thing plastered over like eighty-seven percent of his windshield, and he even says the sticker is dangerous and inconvenient, but I do love Fig Newtons. <laughs> and he ends up flipping his car a bunch. I'm like, I'm in the air. This is not good. Which I found out those flips are real. Well, yeah, the I flips mean, are real, and they have like the flips and the explosions are real. Yeah, and they just edited out the. Uh... Yeah, they they do practical effects for those stuff. They oh, have yeah. like that's the thing is I didn't I didn't love them setting this up because I thought the flip looked like it comes out of nowhere. 
like you could definitely tell that they were using something pneumatic to flip the car. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because like you know, first it's driving fine and then it kind of out of nowhere just it starts does a, it does a cartwheel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> or it does a somersault, which cars don't usually spontaneously yeah. do. Yeah. But um, you know, my car's alive. Uh, I don't. A, I don't think you have a car. But B, I would have probably have heard of you know Tabitha's amazing somersaulting car. Uh, um, unless it's a transformer, <laughs> it is. <laughs> then yeah, I'm sure it can do some results. Name is Hoopty. Hoopty. Yeah, I'm so surprised that's not a real one. He he crashes like crazy. But I had a problem with this as a huge dumb nerd that uh, notices too many details and things. Because um, they made a point to draw attention to the Fig Newtons uh, thing on the windshield, and then when the car's flipping in you know relatively slow motion, there's no Fig Newtons thing on the windshield, and I was just like. And you just, like, not a minute ago, we're like, look how big it is. And now I'm staring at where it's definitely not. I did not notice that. <laughs> I was I was too busy going, I don't believe that. Cra- yeah, yeah, I don't believe that flip. <laughs> <laughs> but following the flip, everyone's freaked out because it's a really bad crash. Yeah, it's a bad crash. Luckily. They think he's going to be okay. He gets out. And they try to, like, help him out and she's okay. And he is convinced he is on fire. He's, he's convinced. He's not. Which I feel <laughs> like plays into probably because, one, traumatized from a car crash. Two, his arm is still broken, it's which not. is another reason why It's he not. Crashed. He's waving his arm around. Yeah. Yeah, but here's the thing. Like, if you're in shock, you don't feel any pain. And he just forced himself to drive. And you can see him, like, wincing when he is driving because his arm is still broken. So after crashing, you are full with adrenaline. You don't feel shit. No, but if but your arm was broken, again. it would not be moving in a normal way. No, but they also don't address the fact that he just got cast Oh, no. Not at all. It's a company. It's a company. They don't care. But yeah. You're so he's, fire, yeah. Ricky Bobby. Yeah, he yeah he's up. running around. He takes off his jumpsuit and is just running around in his tidy whities He's just Randomly. He is screaming about invisible flames. Yeah. He is begging for help from uh, Jesus and Jewish God. Allah? Does he, yeah. Allah. Tom Tell Cruise. Allah. Tom Cruise's witchcraft. And then uh, ends with Oprah Winifrey. Oprah Winifrey. Winifrey. Doesn't believe that anyone is actually helping him get the fire off, except then see how running down the track to jump him just to try to, to get put him. out the fi- the invisible flames with yes, his body this is the other this is the second joke that goes on just, just too long it's this it's that joke it's the you know uh, i think it's hilarious yeah it's funny it's no i'm really saying it's great. that it goes on from like yeah. okay and it's still going and then it becomes funny again because it's yeah. been going on too long i kind of forget how physical will ferrell is with his like comedy and stuff oh yeah, yeah. but like yeah he his whole body in it yeah man right. like a lot of his jokes are very, you know, like physical. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Just weird. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's uh, hospitalized. You know, he's, he's not in a coma. Yeah, yeah, totally fine. He's just resting. Yeah, he's basically he thinks he's in a coma. Yeah. And he's behaving as though he were in a coma. Yeah. But he's not. Uh, this gets some really weird uh, gags where you know a bunch of his friends sort of talk to him uh, like he's in a coma and, you know, reveal some secrets. And Carly yeah, they... threatens the... Well, she doesn't yeah. threaten. Carly's like, uh, I've yeah. thought a lot about it and I want to pull the, I want to pull the plug. He's like, oh, man, he's not dying. He's just napping. Yeah. And then he yawns. She's like, look at him! I've never made him make that sound before. 
<laughs> yeah, no, she's terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, people yeah. confess a bunch of things because they figure he's in a coma. And yeah. Hear them. Uh, Cal talks about uh, spreading his butt cheeks for Playgirl under yeah. the name Mike Honcho. Yeah, Mike like Honcho. Like none of these, none of these uh, revelations have anything to do with the plot. It's just you know deep dark secrets that they somehow want to random just improv <laughs> while he's napping. Literally, yeah, just, just laying, napping. just laying in the yeah. Um, the, the doctor tells uh, Michael Clark Duncan uh, and Cal, who are there, that it's a uh, psychosomatic paralysis. Yeah, you see him in a uh, wheelchair playing later basketball. On. Yeah, yeah, other patients. dudes in wheelchairs. Yeah, and, you know, and they're like, you know, what, you know, he's paralyzed, and he's like, no, 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 he's fine. Uh, he, just, he just found that wheelchair in the hall. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's a psychosomatic paralysis, which, uh, yeah, John C. Riley gets a great. Line. Yeah, he says like, oh, so he can start fires with his mind. He's like, like the no. doctor's like, no, <laughs> it's he's, just all in his head. Yeah, yeah. he's like, he's like, what? He's like, people survive accidents and they develop powers. Happens all the time. Read a comic book, doc. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I, that's funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So then, uh, uh yeah, they have to the, break it to Ricky Bobby. Yeah, the two of them are trying. To he can walk. To... He is fine. He should be racing cars again. Right. So then you get this really crazy scene where to prove that he's paralyzed, uh, Ricky Bobby stabs himself in the thigh with a knife. With a steak knife. Yeah, yeah. with a steak knife. Uh, Why are they giving people steak knives? I don't they have to eat food. Yeah, but I've they're... never gotten a steak knife in <clears> the <throat> hospital before. You were never there that long, I guess. I was there for a full day. Well, well, maybe, it's day two day. <laughs> maybe it's a two-day. Maybe it's a two-day privilege. Two-day privilege. Day one, jello. Day two, steak. Yeah. But yeah, so they're telling him, you know, don't do it, Ricky. Oh yeah, he plunges the knife directly into his thigh, and then... um, Delayed reaction. Yeah, it hurts, but uh, my favorite thing in this scene is that uh, Michael Clark Duncan then tries to pry it out using a second steak knife. (laughs) The quote-unquote safety knife. It's so so funny and Um, so dumb. Yeah, it's, yeah, again, like, really, really long scene of them trying to get this knife out of his leg. One of my favorite lines from that scene is when they're telling him that, uh, you know, he can walk. And Ricky's like, you know what, I hope you both have beautiful, articulate, athletic sons. And you, they end up knowing this pain. And Mark Lovett's like, don't you put that on us, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. You can walk. It's yeah. fine. He's like, you're being a little rough. No, no, no. He's got enough. Right yeah, now. Yeah, the, the Michael Clark Duncan's great. He... he... <laughs> Every scene he's in in this, he just like memorable. It's great. Uh, his delivery is always great. He's yeah. incredibly funny. But yeah, that that was the trailer line. I think that don't you put this on me, Ricky Bobby. Yeah, such a good line. But yeah, so you know he discovers that he's not paralyzed, and he goes back to racing. Yeah. What's but... yeah in the in the interim, uh, we see that uh, Jean Girard has gone over like crazy with the. Uh, he is now the most popular audience. racer. Yeah. He's also, you know, the number one racer for the team and he's in NASCAR, fans. and yeah, he's he's big. Yeah, um, we get a, a great French language cover of Paint It Black, you yeah. know, which I, I liked a lot. Yeah, that was um, cool. Um, and I, I guess they're just sort of doing like a training laps or something. Like it's not yeah. a race, but uh, you know, yeah, the, he's got to get the, back in the car. And yeah, the, the get den- his sea legs again. <clears throat> the Dennett team's, you know, doing runs on the track and uh 
think Ricky. they're getting ready for the Talladega. But they have to get Ricky ready again. Yeah. He has to get his sea legs again. Yeah, so he gets in the car, and he has lost his teeth, man. He, he can't handle speed. Yeah. He's traumatized. He's screaming that he's, you know, yeah, we're Whoa. going so fast. Woo! Oh, and he's, uh, Inching around he's, the he's track. clocked at 26, 26 miles per hour. Yeah. Is that the other cars? Yeah, it's because uh, he forced himself to get back into a car before the doctor's ass and said he was ready. This is uh, another point where Cal asks him, while you're getting better, maybe I can win a few races. He's like, well, then I wouldn't be first. Right. Plays into like their relationship some more. Yeah. Um... He's traumatized a little bit again where he thinks he's on fire. They start chasing him. And then it kind of plays into uh, knowing that he's obviously not going to race again. Carly's all nervous because she's in work. Yeah. Yeah, so Dennett, uh, Dennett is going to have Cal. Um, he's going to have him, you know. Uh, he's going to have him take Ricky's place. Yeah, he's, he's going to take Ricky's spot on the... On the... Yeah, he kind of orchestrates... Uh, Dennett orchestrates, uh, you know, Carly and Cal kind of getting together. Uh, and he fires Ricky. And so, you know, Ricky comes home and his best friend and his wife are together and they're getting married yeah and yeah and he lost his job and it's you know and he has to deliver once. pizza now and he also can't even handle driving for that so he ends up on a bicycle yeah <laughs> he lives with his mom and his kids now live with him at his mom's house and he delivers pizza on his bike what was the name of the pizza place huggalos huggalos uh yeah so he's driving for huggalos pizza Hello. And uh, we get the uh, return of uh, Reese Bobby. Yes. Uh, Ricky rides his bike up to some... Motel or something. Yeah. Reese Bobby opens the door, and Ricky doesn't recognize him at first because he hasn't seen him since he was a little kid. Yeah, 10 years old. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, it's... Uh, I don't think we mentioned this, but, uh, you know, after career day, he's like, you know... What? Yeah, I'll see you when you're grown up. That's a good. That's a. That's yeah. A good one. Yeah. So, in fact, that is what happened. And it's kind of it's kind of sweet. Reese Bobby's been ordering pizzas from Huggalos all day, waiting to get Ricky as his delivery guy. But they kept sending other de- delivery drivers. Yeah. So he's got a stack of pizzas just sitting there, just yeah. just cooling rapidly, yeah. congealing. Yeah. Once he has uh, revealed to Ricky Bobby that he is his father, which, by the way. Reese looks exactly the same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. They didn't he looks yeah, they, exactly the same. It's weird. Um, they did a little bit of, like, young, you know, makeup uh, and everything on Jane Lynch. Jane Lynch. And they do a little bit of, like, you know, age <clears throat> makeup on her now. But they didn't do anything to Reese Bobby, I think, the whole time. To they, they, might have, they might have grade him up a little bit. I don't know. From, from career day to now, he has not changed. No. He looks exactly the same. So... I did a little research. Um, Gary Cole's only 11 years older than Will Ferrell. Oh, yeah. Jane Lynch is only seven years older than Will Ferrell. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, so uh, Will Ferrell punches his dad in the face. Yep. You're not my dad. Stop talking to me. Yeah. Storms out. Yeah. He leaves. (laughs) Yeah, storms out on his bike. Uh, Reese runs to the balcony. He's like, hey, I know it got got heated at the end there, but did this go good? Did this go okay? Yeah. No. He gets back, back to, to his house. mom's, yeah. yeah. His kids are, you know... Still causing a ruckus. Yeah, unruly. Where? Starts telling his mom that, you know, he saw his dad, and then his dad shows up again. Mm-hmm. 
He, de- he denies that the kids might be his grandchildren until they start mouthing off to their neighbor. But, uh, but yeah, he says he's going to help. Ricky, get rid of the fear. Yep. You saw the fear. Yeah, so uh, we enter kind of like a little training sequence uh, with uh, Ricky and his dad where he's got... Three tests for him. Yeah, uh, three, three different uh, stages to help him get over uh, his fear of racing. Right. So let's go through those. Uh, the first one is... Uh, he has to learn to drive with the fear. And what better way to learn to drive with fear than to drive with a live cougar in the car? Yeah. Uh, this is when Ricky is wearing that sweet Crystal Gale shirt. Yes. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Kind of kind of remind me of, uh, you, you had that uh, mission in Saints Row the Third or whatever. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're driving around, I think it's a tiger. Yeah. In that, but yeah. Yeah, might be inspired by, I don't know. Yeah, might be a nod to that. Yeah. It's a very, very nerve-wracking mission yeah you go you know like the the point a and point b you have to go to them without making turns too sharp or whatever because the tiger slides around in the back seat and it gets angry and if it gets angry enough it just kills you realistic i (laughs) I wouldn't know but um i'll take your word for it you have driven with the fear Kind of. Yes, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the second is uh, driving blindfolded, which goes about as well as you would expect. He's yeah. going to learn to feel the car. It's, feel it's, the road. It's the force. It's, yeah. Um, he must become one with the force. Yeah. But he just ends up slamming into a bunch of cars and driving through a yes. house. Yeah, he ping-pongs off a couple of cars up the road and then careens over a lawn into the side of a house. Which yeah. ends up being his neighbor, Frank. Yeah. Who the kids were yelling at earlier. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the midst of all these tests that Ricky Bobby is doing. Well, let's do the third. Let's do the third test, and then we can talk about the children. Okay. Ricky's asleep. Yeah. Yeah. On the and on Reese wakes chair. him up by throwing a bucket of water in his face, and uh, <laughs> and he asks him. So do you know where racing originated? So he throws a second. Yeah. Well, water on. Yeah, and uh, you know he's like, uh, bootleggers. Uh, they had to outrun the cops, and then they started racing each other. And uh, he's like, oh yeah, that was right. Where he's, and like, correct, throws, and then throws another bucket of water on him. If I got it right, how come you threw the bucket of, another bucket of water on me? And he's like, well, I filled three, so <laughs> this is good. And then he tells him that he taped, uh, what is it, 12 kilos? Some some amount of he's Colombian bam-bam. Yeah, three kilos of Colombian bam-bam underneath the car and call the bus. Yeah. Uh, so the police are coming, and Ricky's got to well, yeah, outdrive him. He goes, uh, you got hair on your peaches or what? Which uh, I noted that I think I really enjoy when uh, guys refer to their balls as fruit. Craig Ferguson has a thing in one of his stand-ups where he uh, talks about getting older and that uh, it appears that uh, he's got prunes peering through the fog. tickles me. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Ricky has to outrun the cops. Yeah. Which, which he does very successfully. Yeah. Yeah. Does a, gets to the highway, does a little backwards drive in there, uh, jukes off the side of the road in uh, some underbrush, and the cops drive past looking for him. Yeah. Um, and he checks under the car, and it's not Colombian Bam Bam. Lucky Charms. It's Lucky Charms. It's a bag of Lucky Charms. From Reed. So doesn't it feel good to drive fast again? By the way, don't try snorting these Lucky Charms. Which he, you know, actually does. Like, he gets up to crazy speed. Oh, yeah. He's, he's back. He's yeah. back, baby. He wouldn't be able to outrun the cops if he didn't. Yeah. Um. Around here, I was like, you know, in my notes, I'm like, can you imagine a race car driver in a police chase? And I did a little research. And apparently that actually happened in 2013 with race car driver Tyler Walker. So uh, that was after. It was a couple of years, ago, a couple yeah. years ago. Yeah. This was, uh, the movie came out in 2006. And Maybe he did it as a tribute. 
No, I think it was just <laughs> that uh, he was drunk and maybe also high, but definitely had like what paraphernalia was... in his car. Oh, okay. And uh, he led police on a uh, That's what I was chase. Gonna say, well, why were the was he driving erratically and they wanted to pull him over or something? You know, I didn't get full details like that. I just oh, read okay. like a little overview of it. But uh, they went on a uh, chase across three different states. Ooh, what states? Uh, I believe it was Arizona, Utah, and Nevada. So big ones. <laughs> yeah, big flat ones. I mean, you know, he went good distance. Good for that, yeah. But yeah, it's true. It's just like all straight away. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, they they caught him, and you know, that'd be on my bucket list as a race car driver. Outrun the cops. Outrun the cops. Yeah, yeah. outrun the cops as long as possible. Yeah. Well, yeah. But like, it must be a huge pain in the ass to be a cop and chasing a race car driver. Man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> You really have to be prepared. You have to radio ahead of time. Not ahead of time, but like radio the cops ahead of me to be like, yo. Oh, yeah. Race car driver such and such with his race car ass car is. Yeah. <laughs> you need to bring out the blockade. You need to bring out the caltrops, all no, that. No, you don't. No? You just need to get a police officer who's also a race car driver. I want to go fast. Yeah. Write that. Yeah. Write that movie. Ricky Bobby 2. We got a race car driver. Race cop. Race cop. On the run. That has... Does anybody want to go fast? Unfortunate. Connotations. In this uh, modern, our modern age. So oh. we'll, we'll... The titles, it's a work. All we get are racist cops. We'll see, we'll see where we're at in like 10 years. And then we'll... Ricky Bobby 2. This title has yet to be written. Yeah. It's fine. I'll write it. Walker to Texas Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be his kids. Could be his kids. Maybe it's uh, Walker who's a Texas Ranger and then Texas Ranger is an outlaw. Boom. Yeah, that could work. Because <laughs> both the brothers now have to go against each other. You know. That... All right, so who'd you get to play him? Well, it might just be Will Ferrell and... Because uh... <laughs> yeah. oh, you got to have a cameo by Will Ferrell. That's true. He's the That's fuck, true. That, He's, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So who would you get to play him? You can cast them, almost anybody, reasonably. Yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. Channing Tatum's really hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> as which? As which one? Uh, would, you, would you want him as the, the Texas God, Ranger right? or the? I, I or think the... I think I'd have him as uh, Texas Ranger, the outlaw, and you can get uh, Jonah Hill to be Walker. Right, it's yeah, just, it's just, it's yeah, just, it's just Twenty One Jump Street, yeah. but with... no, 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 they got signed no? the box. Okay, fine. Um, Macaulay Culkin. Oh my God, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, he'd do fine. And I wouldn't even make him reference Home Alone. Good. Yeah, because it's, it's the cheapest. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be in there somewhere. No. Nah, no. if you want to do a, a movie reunion, you can get uh, Macaulay Culkin and Elijah Wood. Yeah, but I don't think Elijah Wood looks enough like any of them. Yeah, that's true. I can't look at him in the face. <laughs> Elijah Wood? Yeah. Why? He's a hobbit. He's Frodo. Mm. Outside of that, I... He looks the same! I don't think he does, though. Yeah, he's got, I mean, normal feet. Not other feet, regular feet. <laughs> he's got normal feet. Yeah. That's what Human feet. I don't trust his normal feet. Oh, okay. That's reasonable. But, uh... <laughs> where are we? He's well, chasing... Well, uh, in between uh, learning, you know, how to drive again, um, we see that his kids are just, like, the absolute oh, worst. Yeah. They are running around screaming anarchy, even though the little one doesn't know what, what that means, mean? but he loves it. And um, there's, <laughs> they start spraying a hose in their neighbor's window. Yeah. Um, his screen window. And, uh, just going through it. Yeah, and um, this is when Jane Lynch, she comes out and she's like, Dad, I've had enough. You're awful children. I'm putting my foot down. And I'm going to raise you right. 
and uh, it's great. And so, you know, intercut with Ricky Bobby learning how to drive again. We get a montage of her teaching them like Tai Chi and stuff and, you know, showing them how to be. Singing in the church choir, picking up trash by the highway. Yeah, teaching them them lessons and where to put all that excess energy and like how to calm the fuck down and be respectable human beings. Yeah, she's a great mom. Yeah, Mm -hmm. she's good. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, Ricky's, he's, you know, he's going to go for it. He's going to earn back his honor. So he quits his Huggalo pizza job, throws out his Huggalo pizza hat and gear, yeah. and donates his bike to another neighborhood child who is not one of his kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then and takes his drive- new driver's license, too. Yeah. But he drives with Karen, the cougar, in the car. That's right. <laughs> and uh, he passes. Um, so... Around this time, the uh, family goes out to Applebee's. And everything's going really, really perfect. Ricky's got his life back on track. The kids are learning to be well-behaved. You know, Jane Lynch has her family to get, you know, all together again. And, and Reese is around. And it's like the family's, you know, one whole cohesive unit, which makes Reese kind of itchy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so he's just got to ruin it. So he picks a fight about onions yeah. with his server and gets thrown out of Applebee's. Yep. And uh, he and Ricky Bobby have uh, you a know, falling out. Yeah, falling out in the middle of uh, in the middle of the highway, which I thought was kind of cool, because um, you yeah. know, a, a little, driving, a little symbolic. Yeah, and b also they're in the median strip in the middle. Um, you know, so the cars on either side are going in different directions, just like the two of them. <laughs> Get your hankies, folks. It's it gets emotional. Tear jerker. It's, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, they make some real smart choices in here. Yeah, I thought it was a, yeah. it was a clever um, clever setting. Yeah, so, you know, Ricky Bobby uh, tells his dad that, like, he's kind of lived his life by the whole, uh, if you're not first, you're last yeah. mantra. And Reese goes, I was high when I said that. It makes no sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. You can be a lot of things you if you're not first. Second, third, fourth. Yeah. You can even be fifth. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so I mean, but that's it presumably because he stopped naming things. So I think he'll only accept the first five and then last, but that's not really an option. Yeah. I mean, you know, like that's kind of earth shattering for Ricky. Cause that's kind of how he's been operating Living his whole life. Yeah. And you know, I thought that there's like, you know, it's actually kind of getting into some like pretty deep territory, not, you know, not exhaustively examining <laughs> no, it. No, no, I think you're touching right. touching on uh, like. You yeah, know. no, I think you're right. I'm surprised this did not win an Oscar for oh, Best Drama. Oh, come on. No, but you know what, I, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, It was nominated, though, right? <laughs> but, like, it's, it's you know, it's, it's dealing with, like, family and identity and, you know, the meaning of success and, like, the meaning of friendship. Sure. Like, these are things in there, and I think it adds substance to a comedy. I don't know. To really have, you I know. I don't know that those are all really addressed. I, well, like I said, they're touched on. Like it's, All right. I I think part of the reason why people respond to this movie is that it's kind of getting at a couple of things that are actually pretty, you know, deep and important. The philosophy of Talladega Nights. Yeah, really. <laughs> like this, you this could be a, a handbook. <laughs> you could write, uh, you know, like Zen and the, the uh, motorcycle, motorcycle repair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, one of those or the, the Tao of Pooh. Winnie the not poop. Just to clarify. Around this time, we get the uh, re-entry of Susan into the movie. Yeah, finally Susan shows yeah. up and she's like, hey, guess what? I'm a character. Yeah. Hey, I'm Amy Adams and I didn't show up here for fucking nothing. I didn't show up here for my health. <laughs> I'm getting paid. Yeah, I, I should probably have a scene. Um, so she meets with Ricky Bobby at a, at a bar. And he's, you know, a little disillusioned after this falling out with his father. And, yeah. you know, and also, you know, trepidation about having to get back and race, even though he's 
prepared and able now, it's still, you know, maybe maybe he can't win. You know? And he just lost a racing arcade game where John Gerard <laughs> oh, yeah. is mocking him. Yeah. Is mocking him. Where if you come in last, the pre-programmed uh, John Gerard character is like, Oh, you did terribly. Are Who you are you, Ricky Bubby? How'd you get the game so fast? Yeah, it's pretty good. I forgot about that. That's, yeah. a, that's a pretty good yeah. gag. They have some really good gags. That's a good gag. I like that a lot. But yeah, so, uh, you know, Amy Adams shows back up. They did a, that Hollywood thing of, like, you know, they took a really hot actress and just put her hair in a ponytail and glasses on her, and that makes her ugly, like, or yeah. homely. Yeah. Which is not attractive. Yeah, with it. Yeah, they they she's all that at her. But it's where, Amy Adams, man. <laughs> yeah. She all that. Oh, her hair's down and she has glasses on. Uh, I thought it was possibly Clint Howard. Yeah, man. Oh. It's like no, it's still Amy Adams. Yeah. But she gives a really convincing and encouraging speech to him about you know. Yeah. This is where the Ricky Bobby's not a thinker, he's a doer line comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Which is good. It's it's a good speech. Um, Yeah, she gives him a hell of a pep talk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and at the the end of it, she climbs up on a table uh, like Tony (laughs) Katane, which they reference. (laughs) Yeah. And they just start making out. Making animal noises. Yeah, they're like growling and yelping into each other's mouths. (laughs) It's pretty pretty great. In the bar. So please tell everyone else. Right on top of the table. We're we're about to make some animal noises, just don't mind us. Yeah, this is happening. Um, Cutscene two. Yeah, uh, before the race, um, Ricky Bobby goes to uh, Jean Gerard to tell him, I guess, that like you know, it's on. Yeah, it's yeah, it's on. You get a couple more cameos of uh, he's got like kind of a little garden party going on. Uh, <laughs> yeah, among uh, his guests at this garden party at the table are my boy Elvis Costello and also Most Def, who I, I can't claim as my boy, but uh, I do enjoy his work. But they don't do any acting. They literally just sit at a table. They're yeah. really just And there. when uh, when Ricky Bobby's like, that Elvis Costello and most deaf, Jean Gerard says, no. No, <laughs> no explanation, like, nothing else. No, it's yeah. just incredibly stupid, but it made me laugh. And, you know, they kind of do like a little scene yeah. where Jean Gerard tells him basically that he came here to have Ricky Bobby beat him. Yeah, because he's unbeatable yeah. uh, in Formula Un. <laughs> so... You know, he, but he wants to retire. Uh, yeah. He and Gregory uh, yes. want to move to... Is it no, it's... Stockholm? Um, yeah, Stockholm. Yeah. Oh, Stockholm? That is what it was. I was going to yeah. say, yeah, there's a... They want to do what every couple wants to do, move to Stockholm <laughs> and start a business. Designing of... a currency for cats and dogs to use. <laughs> right. Which is, yeah. like, insane. Yeah. I, I loved that, because you can kind of tell that this was ad-libbed, because, uh, well, first off, yeah, Sasha Cone is not breaking character. No, no, so, no. yeah, he goes, you know, currency for cats and dogs to use. And uh, Will Ferrell goes, that's stupid. And he goes, why is that stupid? Yeah, why? <laughs> why is that stupid? Yeah, why is it stupid? And he I goes, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then just kind of dives back into the. Yeah, he's kind of like trying to get him to yes and, and he just goes, I don't have yeah, anything don't for this. I got it. Um, <laughs> oh, I think we. It's either right after this or it's right before this, but um, uh, Ricky Bobby has to get the band back together, which means he has to go to Lucius's car wash. Oh, uh, yeah, which he, is yeah, he calls Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah, he calls up. Yeah, he has uh, to call him Michael yeah. Clark Duncan. Um, and the whole pit crew work at this car wash, and it's hard for them to break their pit crew ways. So when this little, little lady uh, comes out of the car wash, they start fucking, like, they jack the car up and start swapping the tires out. And he's like, no, guys, just wash the cars. And they're like, I'm sorry, it's hard habit to break. <laughs> yeah. It's a good gag. Yeah. Yeah. Cutscene to 
Oh, they're back on the track. Oh, yeah. Yes, Day back. of the Race. They're Day of the Race back on the track. And uh, Michael Clark Duncan is trying to uh, pump up Ricky Bobby by telling him that, you know, when they were working on the car last night, there was an accident and a fire and Glenn with a small, frail little body was dying in his arms. And yeah, what did he, how did he say he died? I think he said there was like a fire or something. Yeah, there was he, a fire. Yeah. He died in the fire? Okay. And he was well, dying in his arms. Yeah. And he said, the last thing he said, he said, tell Ricky to win for me or something like that. And he was like, oh, man, yeah. This is, he was getting real sad about it, but not too emotional. And then he looks off in the corner, and then there's a glint. There's Glenn. Yeah, poking Jack McBrayer from yes. 30 Rock. Yeah. He's been like, did he cry? I just wanted to see if he cried. He's like, I was really messed up, guys. Yeah. So Glenn's not actually dead. No, Glenn is fine. <laughs> Glenn's fine. Totally fine. They were just trying to uh, encourage Ricky to win. Yeah. Um, it went fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, the yeah, it popped the hood and there's like a real shiny engine. Yeah, and a lot, like, Look a lot at of chrome. Engine. If and you know cars, it probably looks real sexy. If, if, you, know yeah. car, if you know cars, engine. it's it's probably great, but I don't. So no, I was just like, yep, yeah. that looks like maybe it goes in a car. <laughs> I don't know. It could be a very elaborate bong. But I was like, that's great. And then, um, what are the... It doesn't matter. Wait, we forgot before the race, Cal calls, uh, Cal calls Ricky up. Oh, yeah. Um, Cal's living with, uh, Carly, Ricky's ex-wife. In the house. In the the house that Ricky owned. And Cal asks him if it's haunted. (laughs) Yeah, that's a funny, uh, that's a really weird... Okay, so... Backtrack. Well, he asked him, you know, he's like, I think your house is haunted. And, and Ricky's kind of going like, no, nah, man, it's just, it's a house, you know, it settles, it creaks and stuff. And he's like, why am I still talking to you? I'm mad at you. And he's like, I mean. He's like, oh, come on, man, we're doing good. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, no, nah, I don't want to. And he's like, you keep sucking me in. I don't want to talk to you. But he keeps doing it. And then at the end of the phone call, Cal says, all right, buddy, I'll, I'll talk to you tomorrow. He's like, yeah, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And hangs up. And then there's like a ghostly, get out. <laughs> Which I was like, I, I've seen this movie like three times maybe before this. I never noticed that before. And it cracked me right the hell up this yeah. time. Uh, and I kind of like the idea that, that they could do a spin-off Cal movie where he's a race car driver by day. And then like a ghost hunter by night. <laughs> or he hunts ghosts in like a souped up race car. And I was just uh, like. like a ghost rider. Kind of like that's... ghost rider meets. Um... Yeah, that's not what that is. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> But he, that's the kind of joke he would make. Yeah. I'm like Ghost Rider. And then somebody's like, that's not accurate. Uh, but like, kind of like Kolchak the Night Stalker, but also in a race car. I'd say me and my brother mixed up Ghost Rider and Night Rider once. Ghost Rider and Night Rider? Yeah. I see that. They're very different. <laughs> They're kind of different, yeah. Yeah. One has a talking for the 80s, very advanced car. And the other one was uh, Undead Spirit of Vengeance on a motorcycle with flaming wheels. And a flaming skull. And a fiery skull, yeah. Nice leather jacket. And a fiery They chain. both have nice there's leather jackets. There's, there's yeah. a lot of fire. There's a lot of fire. Yeah. But they, they both have leather jackets. Yeah, that's a... that's a. And one of them is the Hoff. Yes. But which one? <laughs> Who could say? <laughs> um, oh, so we're at the final race now. Yeah. Yes. So, yes. Yeah, so... Uh, oh, they... the, the final race, by the way, which starts with a monster magnet song. Yeah. And I like I time traveled. <laughs> I, I was just like I'm I'm 17 or whatever however the fuck old I was when this song was big. Could I was just like oh my god I haven't heard this in forever. And yet I'm pretty sure I knew all the lyrics which is Wait, what's the most really song? It uh what the hell is it called? Do you want me to sing it? <laughs> it's like I've been stuck in your pocket for the last 100 days. Yeah. It's 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 yeah. Okay. What's it's, that one, you know? 
Yeah, it's the one during the plays during the big race. Why? What? Well, because also they play click click boom during the race as well. But this start it that? starts with right. yeah, it starts with Monster Magnet. All right. Oh, uh, yeah, just you know, so they try to do a pep talk. Doesn't really go like planned. They show a little bit of the under the hood porn, and then uh, yeah, we, we see that the uh, racing car has been branded as uh, me. They're, yeah, they're sponsored. They couldn't get yeah. any sponsors, so the only sponsor is themselves. Yeah, so and it's got a cougar. Yeah, it's got a, a cougar on the hood, of the car, like a the image of one. A and, painted, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of the logo, there's a picture of a cougar, and then the word me. Which uh, Will Ferrell goes, what company's M E? And it's like, it's you, Ricky. It's uh, just you yeah. up there doing this. For you. Yeah. Uh, and his you know, bumper has a thing that says, if you're not first, you're last. Oh, yeah. I missed that. Yeah. That's cool. I think um, that's what it says. It's one of his um, mantras. Yeah. Um, right before the race starts, uh, he finally tries to uh, reconcile with Cal. He's very um, confused. He's <laughs> very confused because he thinks it's a trick because he stole Ricky's wife. So why would he forgive him? Right. And, and it's because Ricky is uh, in a better place and he's, you know, moving on with his life. And, you know, um, he's got a he's got a hot girlfriend. It's Amy Adams. Amy? With her hair up. She's attractive now, guys. Yeah. <laughs> um. But so, yeah, you hear uh, Cal talking to his... Uh, Thank you. <laughs> His crew chief, where he's like, if you, well, you know the line, right? Oh, yeah. He yeah. was like, if you saw that your best friend's wife, why would he apologize to you? And then there is like, it's literally, that's like the most scene that Cal's had because it's him going back and forth between his crew chief trying to figure out why Ricky Bobby just apologized to him. Yeah, it's like, like he a, should be apologizing. Like a therapy. Yeah. It's almost like a therapy. He's like, like do you think it's a trick? He was yeah. like, I don't, and his crew chief is like, I don't know, man. But this is, yeah, this is beyond my job description. Yeah. He's like, well, Ricky just passed you. He's like, so you mean to tell me he's passing me in life? He's like, no, possibly, but he's <laughs> actually passing you. He's like, oh. Uh, well, before that, we also see uh, Reese go to the ticket window. To Finally. Pick up- yeah, to pick up those two tickets that Ricky's been leaving for him. These tickets were waiting for you for a long time. Sir. Yep. And in my notes, it just says, Reese learns nothing, because immediately he turns around and goes, I got two tickets for 60 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, yeah, you know, not everybody gets an arc. <laughs> I mean, he learned a little bit. Yeah, right. he's still in the movie, comes back. Yeah. Um. But, but yeah. this is when we cut to uh, Dennett, is it? Yeah, it's Dennett. Dennett Jr. Yeah, yeah I, I can't remember what the last name was. But yeah, Dennett and his Dennett. wife, again, the Molly wonderful Shannon. the wonderful Molly Shannon, um, who does like a like fucking drink magic in this, yeah, which man. made me laugh. She's um, got a drink, he takes it from her, and she just like immediately pulls from nowhere an, yeah. pulls another one out behind his back. It doesn't know, that's great. <laughs> Needless to say, she's already it's, very drunk. Yeah, yeah. She, she's crammed <laughs> this whole movie. Um, and she's great. And I wish, I kind of wish there was more of her, but what can you do? So, uh, this is now Ricky wants Cal to help him. Dennett, uh, tells, uh, that's right. Yeah. Cal's crew chief, chief that to tell Cal, to tell Cal that he has to beat, uh, Ricky, yeah. uh, or he's fired. Yeah. Cause Ricky's starting to do good now and he's, uh, not just beat him. He has to take him out. Yeah. He's yeah. got to take him out of the race or, uh, he's, or he's fired. Yeah. Because um, with a bunch of uh, really high up like company people, executives, yeah, and potential sponsors, yeah, potential sponsors, and he's trying to get their money. And one of the sponsors is like, wasn't Ricky one of your drivers? Right. And he's like, oh yeah. Now he's driving that Cougar car. <laughs> Cal refuses to take him out. Oh no, his his crew chief is like, 
not to add to your moral dilemma, <laughs> but then it wants you to take out Ricky Bobby or you're fired. He was like, that's my best friend. Yeah, so in that moment, Cal kind of decides that he forgives Ricky and wants to be friends again and, you know, all that. Let's him slingshot him. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, they do the old uh, shake and bake slingshot move. This is how you know. Again. Again. Please write in. Stay tuned for our contact information. Write in and weigh in on what the move is actually called. Okay. <laughs> uh, I say it's a slingshot maneuver and they just say shake and bake as like, uh, it's like it's morphing time. Well, that's what Cal says when he wants him to slingshot and then they him. Morph. They can't contact each other. Yeah. He's like, slingshot! Slingshot me! Yeah. Okay. And then uh, ah. Ricky's like, oh, look who it is, Mike Concho. Because that's how you know yeah. he was actually listening the whole time because of Mike Concho. Well, we also know that because we know that. Yeah. Because he was not in a coma. He was not. <laughs> he was de- definitively not in a coma. Yeah. So he lets him slingshot him, and then Dennett contacts another driver, tells him to take out Cal. Because Cal didn't listen to him. And that causes a 16-car pile Yeah, it's everybody except for Ricky and uh, John Gerard. Everyone but them. Yeah, it's just fucking wrecked. And it's great. down your attention. And there's actually really uh, good crash footage in this. Like, yeah. Well, don't crash. Yeah, like uh, the camera placement and stuff was really good. There's a lot of, like, cars skidding into the cameras. Those, mm-hmm. uh, that was a real crash. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it was awesome. I thought, I thought the, the photography there was really cool. The kids still have uh, a little sass because as they're watching their dad race John Gerard in the final laps, uh, I think it's Texas Ranger that yells from the top <laughs> of their trailer, uh, send that weirdo back to Indonesia. <laughs> Wait, really? <laughs> yeah. Ooh, I missed that. That's yeah. one of my favorite ones. That's like, bizarre. Whatever. Yeah, I don't think they were even a French territory, but no, whatever. But that's why I was like, that's a history lesson I don't care to look up. So um, yeah, they're in their final lap. Yeah, so how how do they crash? What happens with them? Because uh, they, they crash their cars. Yeah, I think it's that they were trying to edge each other out, and they end up crashing. But it doesn't, because I, I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. And once again, we're doing that uh, drawn out joke thing where the cars are just tumbling and over end. Uh, Ricky Bobby and Jean Girard's cars. And in the middle of this, like, tumbling, cuts to an Applebee's commercial, and then cuts back, and they're still rolling. Yeah, because they were rolling on the long stretch of the track. Yeah, yeah. the cars are just, yeah, like, the straight away. And yeah. over end, and yeah. Since the track is two and a half miles long, you can imagine the long track being long. forever. So there's nothing for them to run into to stop them. Yeah. So through, you know, science... Yeah. Also, inertia, they just keep rolling. But also, it's a movie magic. And movie magic. And it's a comedy. Who cares? Yeah. Um, But yeah, so then finally, the cars both come to rest. They are totaled. And, uh... These two idiots. Yeah, but uh, Ricky and Jean are both okay. Yeah, they're fine. They get out. Nobody's on fire. Nobody thinks they're on fire. They're just staring at each other. Yeah, they're staring each other down. Ricky, being, you know, the smart man that he is, books it towards the finish line. Yep. They have a uh, foot race. And yeah. I love the confusion can't, of Jar. Can't let this go, so they gotta they just have to see who can win, who's the winner. It's gotta yep. it's gotta end sometime. Yep. And then you're just running and running and then when that last like, I don't know, six feet. Ten, yeah, six, ten feet something yeah. they dive. Hands outstretched and by like a hand's length. Literally a hand. <laughs> Ricky Bobby is uh, across the finish line and he is the victor. 
Although, of course, we cut to the announcers that go, it was completely illegal and no way will count, but... <laughs> yeah. But um, it sure was interesting to watch. Yeah. And then uh, they have a beautiful moment when they face the crowd and John Rards wants to shake his hand. He's like, oh, never shake your hand. Ever. And then they have a beautiful, passionate, closed mouth kiss. It's not beautiful or passionate. It's very passionate. It's, you did not hear the music? I heard the music. That's the music trying to convince me it's passionate. <laughs> They, they seem to be uh, really leaning into it and stuff. And I, 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 I said this before. Uh, for my money, if you're going to put a, a weird... It's not out of nowhere, but a weird like, oh, okay, these two uh, formerly competitive uh, guys are going to make out at the end of a sports comedy. Um, Trey Parker and Matt Stone did it way better in basketball. It's I symbolic. Didn't say, of- <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't earned, and I didn't say it didn't make sense or didn't fit. I just said if Trey and gonna- Matt did it better. Okay. So what you're saying is if you're going to pay me money and see two dudes kiss, you want to see some time. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you're going to shock me, really shock me, go for it. Lean into it. So, yeah. notes listeners, run up to Hunter, man kiss in front of them, but there needs to be time. Otherwise, he's just not impressed. Just, that's, sure. That's yeah. fine. You see me on the street, you and your bros, and you really want to shock me, just start making out With really time. passionately. Yeah. But, like, if I'm on my way to work, don't, don't like, block the sidewalk. That's just rude. I have somewhere to be. Oh, how would they know you're on the way to work? Well, maybe they should ask. Are you on your way to work, sir? No? Yeah. Cool. We're just going to passionately make out. You judge us. One yeah. to five stars. Okay. Yeah. 10 out of 10, would you want to see it again? Do you want a 5 star or do you want a 10 out of 10? Like, it's, it's a finer, yeah. 10 out of 10 is a finer scale. Yeah, no, I think you should do, uh, like, the tablets of the uh, scorers having the Olympics, where it's oh, the I panel should hold judges. Up a, yeah. 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 So yeah. I gotta carry something around? I'm out of this now. I was into it, I was okay with it before, but now nah, if I have to carry props, no, I'm not doing it. Never mind. Offer rescinded. Alright. Make out on your own time, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cal finally gets a win. Yeah, because technically, <laughs> technically, since uh, Ricky and John were disqualified, Cal yeah. is now the winner. Yeah, they left their cars, so it does not count. So uh, he was third, and now is number one, Cal Naughton Jr. Which yeah. you know, I kind of liked a little bit. Like yeah. they, they wrote themselves a nice like have their cake and eat it too, because you get that final face off. Yeah, and, like, he's not a bad guy. He doesn't deserve, you know, punishment or anything for anything he did, really. He just, you know, he's wanted something for himself. Yeah, yeah. He ha- the thing he wanted for himself happened to be, you know, Ricky's wife. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's fine. That's punishment well, in and of itself. It wasn't just his wife. Even... It was his life. Yeah, he didn't yeah, even it's true. want her until... He didn't want the kids, though. Yeah, which is why he they let the never... Kids go. <laughs> but also, I don't think Cal was, like, coveting his wife... Until uh, Dennett put that in his head. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Again, I said he's not a bad guy. Yeah. Boy, you're really like I'm not coming at your your good friend oh John C. Riley. No. I know you guys went to college together or whatever, but we like, did not go to college. What's interesting is like <laughs> I know you used to date. Pretty sure he didn't even go to the same college I did. But no, he did. You guys both went to fictional Northwestern. For fictional <laughs> Northwestern. It's a lot like Northwestern, but it doesn't exist. Right. It's Hogwarts. Hogwarts. It's American me. Hogwarts. <laughs> you should get that looked at. It's um, this is where you find out uh, Ricky Bobby's new name. So they oh, yeah. don't do uh, shaking bake anymore. Yeah. Yeah. They at actually, one um, point when um, yeah, Cal like was earlier. winning on his own, and you know, when well, they broke it to him that they were getting married. Yeah. Yeah. When, when, well, yeah. When Cal was uh, separating now from Ricky Bobby, he was like, "Yeah, there's no more shake and bake. I'm magic man." Because, yeah. 
Yeah, no, you, you don't. You did some real uh, Las Vegas magic, stage magician hand gestures. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you know, he's like ah, shake and bake, and you know, Ricky Bobby's like no, nope, never, never again. again. Now it's Magic Man and El, El Diablo. Diablo. What is that? He's like Spanish for a uh, fighting chicken. <laughs> he's like I like that. Yeah. Yeah, with the beak, <laughs> talons. Yeah, talons and everything. And, uh, yeah, when, when Ricky hooks back up with his family and they walk out in the parking lot and there's Reese. Sitting on top yeah, of the... laying on top of his car. Drinking a laughing clown. Yeah, that's right. Drinking a, drinking a laughing clown malt the liquor. The only thing he drinks his entire movie. And, uh, even at Applebee's. Yeah. <laughs> drinking a laughing clown malt liquor and, um, you know, everything seems to be going good. Everybody's happy. And you can tell Reese is getting a little itchy again, so... Yeah, he's getting a little itchy. He's like, well, you want to get thrown out of an Applebee's? Yeah, Ricky, Ricky Bobby suggested they go and get thrown out of an Applebee's, and that seems okay with him. But... Before that, you also get the the capper on uh, Ricky's arc, because Reese asks him, like, you know, who'd you win that race for? And he's like, not so for true. you. Sure, yeah. I'll win it for you. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, you finally see him, like, really understanding that he's got to live his own life and do things for himself and not to impress an absent father like he's been doing. Yeah, they, they, they literally drive off into the sunset. Yep. What I'd never realized in the thousands of times I've watched this movie is in that last scene when they're all getting in the car to drive to Applebee's, uh, Ricky's like, oh yeah, these doors actually open. Because yeah. in the entire movie, you never see anyone open the car door Everyone just hops in through the window. Well, that's because it's a NASCAR thing. Yeah, yeah it's a NASCAR Because their thing. doors don't open. And oh. Reese... Uh, yeah, Na- NASCAR cars are welded shut or, or maybe they don't even have like joints or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably for um, more structural integrity. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's huh. for, I'm sure it's for wind resistance because uh, like a seam would, you know. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, to make huh. sure that if they get into an accident, the doors <clears> pop open and send them flying out. Huh. Yeah. Because that happens. And Reese yeah. always hops, like in that last scene, Reese hops through the driver's mm-hmm. seat yeah. through the window. Same thing. So, yeah, it's the same yeah. way that they get in and out of the NASCAR. Because Reese is, you know, Definitely. he also likes to go fast. Yeah. Wasn't he like a semi professional driver or uh, something? I do not recall. I don't know. They said something about it was like some yeah. throwaway when he was at Career Day. Yeah, he's sure. like, I'm a semi professional race car driver. Yeah, like, don't recall. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's the end of the movie. Yeah. And uh, then there's After yeah, Credits. there's all uh, kinds of bloopers and outtakes and stuff, which are uh, worth watching. Yeah. yeah. How would you rate this movie on a scale of one dub to ten dubs? Uh, dubs? Well, that is that's, not our rating that's scale. That's not our metric. Our metric is if it's a hate watch or a great watch. Right. Once again, hate watch can, can be good, it can be bad, it can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. Uh, we so, had a couple things that were bad, but it was good. Kind of things, Didn't so I? you know. So what, uh, Allison? We'll start with you. What do you, what do you think of this movie? I thought it was a great watch. I, you know, I think it's genuinely funny and pretty smart. I mean, yeah, it's just it's a lot of fun. It's not anything that's too, you know, involved or deep or anything. So I just think it's a good time. Um, I I don't think it's a great watch, um, but I didn't I didn't dislike it. It's it's fine. For me. So it's just a watch. It is just a watch. Just I would say way you, to ruin the metric. <laughs> hey man, there's got to be a middle ground. I'm, I'm not. I'm not 17. It's not. Uh, it's either all or nothing. It's not the triple dubs in here. It's, it's yeah, only no. one dub. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, it's a watch. Uh, if you've never seen it, check it out. There's some really, you know, solid jokes, some good, good visual guys, good all around, you know, all different types of uh, comedy in here. But I have now seen it. Three times, and prob- that's probably it. I may die uh, never watching this again. And it's okay. I, I, like I said, I didn't 
and just like it. I just there's other better movies, better comedies for me personally that I'd I'd like to rewatch. That's just me. It's cool. You like it? Yeah. And Speaking of you, boo. Hey, boo. Uh, I think this was a hell of a great watch. <laughs> uh, I've also probably seen this movie more than enough times. Again. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, I mean, you have you did not look up anything on your phone for yeah. this. You don't have a single note for for listeners. All Tabitha has in front of her on this table is uh, her earbuds, uh, a cup of coffee, mm-hmm. and some lotion. Yeah. And none of them have cheat sheets written on them. No. Nope. We checked. Oh, yeah, I thoroughly inspected all <laughs> items to make sure she wasn't cheating. Um, but yeah, you knew, you know, all this dialogue inside and out. Oh my gosh, it's one of my absolute favorite movies that I personally have used uh, as a when I'm staying up too late and I just need something to watch to fall asleep to. Yeah, to unwind. Yeah, I'll watch Talladega Nights and it'll be on in the background. My aunt and I love this movie a lot to a point where like we encompass it in our everyday conversation Still don't know if you, use that. you keep using that word I don't, I don't think it means what you think it means we <laughs> add it to our everyday lives yeah, yeah. and conversations mm-hmm. that's so cool it's an inside joke well it's not even an inside joke because everyone can watch this movie but like it's a joke between me and my aunt so we've seen it so many times in conversation we'll throw in some of the lines from the movie and she's uh nice. She's El Diablo and I'm Magic Man. Uh, so for a long great. time, her name in my phone was El Diablo. <laughs> and she'll like sign like cards or whatever. Love El Diablo. That's great. It's, it's like one of my favorite things. There's so many one-liners that you can use. Uh, I think you mentioned the other day that after we watched this movie, you realize how much all my quotes Oh, yeah, yeah, movie. absolutely. Uh, yeah, because Tabitha and I work together and... Um... Every once in a while, you'll say something, and I know, I'm like, oh, that's familiar. Like, that has the cadence of something I know, but I couldn't place it. And now watching, I'm like, oh, oh, that's from this? And then, like, two minutes later, I was like, oh, that's from this? And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, she just is just... Quoting the entire... Yeah, this is all all the references. Yeah, it's like a Rolodex of just references to this movie. It was very hard not to basically talk the entire time. Not in, like, oh, this comment here, this comment there. Like, me literally, word for word, line for line, do the entire thing. Yeah. Because... I basically could. I do get that with with movies. Like sometimes, where I'm, I'm surprised that I know that like something's coming up, and I'm like, oh, and I, I I have to physically stop myself from just running all the lines of something. Where I'm like, I'm surprised I remember all this. Also, sometimes if you screw up like the cadence or something, like, yeah, the delivery, the timing, yeah, yeah. Not all of us can be John C. Riley. Yeah, unfortunately. Unfortunately, absolutely, unfortunately, he's great. He is great. They're both great. Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, even if you don't like this movie. There's something. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely something that'll make you laugh, but also you can totally get why Will Ferrell and John C. Riley make so many movies together. They have great rapport. Oh, yeah. It's super funny. Yeah, they're very much on, like, a similar wavelength, and that makes it really great to see them together. Yeah, they feed yeah. well into each other, and the outtakes that really shows where you can tell they're just fucking cracking each other up. Uh, that's awesome. Thank yeah. you for uh, bringing this movie to Tabitha. Yeah, no problem. Again, if you find any Talladega <laughs> Nights merchandise or whatever... Feel free to spider. What is it called? Spider drone. Spider drone. Continue. Or if you want to make a spider drone, it's not made out of real spiders. 
No, no, no. If you make a spider drone, that fucker better be made of real spiders. What if it's a taxidermy spider that just has, like, a propeller in its back? That's terrifying. That's still a real spider. Yeah. It's just not a a living one. Yeah, That's totally fine. Just make sure you put it in a case, because I don't like that. If you can be some kind of perverse combination of Dr. Frankenstein and uh, Dr. Moreau, and you can make some kind of living spider copter. There's someone out there. Oh, this somebody's working on it right now. It's yeah. terrifying. Their that basement are, is a mess. Their ears are tingling. Hi. Hi. It's Allison. And Hunter. Breaking in. To inform you that we will have new episodes every, every other, other Wednesday. Wednesday. That's every other Wednesday. Wednesday. Find us on iTunes. Or. MovieJohn.com. Under podcast. Bye. Bye. Anyway. Good but if you do find any uh, Talladega Nights merchandise you'd like to send uh, Tabitha's way, send it to the Hate Watch Great Watch you can, Box. You can email us. We'd like to thank you for listening. If you'd like to write to us, you can do so at writehwgw at gmail.com. W-R-I-T-E-H-W-G-W at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at HWGW Podcast. Yup. <laughs> That's true. That is what it is. These are all facts. Yeah, you'll be able to see photos of things and also read words. This has been a great episode. Thank you for inviting me, Hate Watch, Great Watch. Thanks for joining us. I hope to be back soon. (laughs) Shake and bake. Swoop was my favorite as a kid. He was the Pteranodon one um, because he referred to himself in the third person and he talks kind of like this, which is really obnoxious. Wasn't that also the name of the Eagles mascot? Swoop? Swoop? Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know about sports guys. I know a lot about Transformers and not a lot about sports. Yeah, I think it's Swoop. Might be Swoop. Swoop? 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 Swoop?